0: Now listening to the sounds of the fall. Black. black Ball Black Fall Black Nerd Nerd Fall Black Fall black. 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 black
1: The homie Red Hood Wade is a Ball. black My, nerd. My man woke Doom is a Ball. black nerd. You know that Brandon Norton is a black. nerd And the
2: man who made this beat is a Ball.
1: black I'll tell you guys now So the name of the show is Bald Black Nerds With a BBN So while me and Superbook were having a conversation About what to do with the show What to name the show I suggested Bald Black Comics Which would make the acronym BBC Javi said
3: no Well, yo, not for any like insecurities or anything like that. I just felt, I just felt like it would be horrible for SEO. That's it. You know what I mean? It would be yeah. horrible. People Google BBC, yeah, but it's usually for it's, it's either for news or it's for you know,
1: yeah, the British Broadcasting Company.
3: You know,
1: <laughs> you know, yeah, I know. What's going, on, everybody? Welcome to BBN, the Black Ball uh, Black News. Uh, comic uh, what was it? Bob Black News, comic book show. <laughs> I, still BB, I still think BBC. I think BBC would have been funner. I'm your host, Old Man Wade. Uh, to the left of the screen, if you're looking at it, we got the superior Super walk Octavius. And below him, we got um. Uh, I don't have a
4: name for you yet. That's right. That's how oh, I like you right.
1: you're um. You're Prince Nubian.
4: Prince Nubian, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I forgot about that. That's your um. That's your comic book name. You're Prince Nubian. I wasn't sure if I was going to go something like Batman oriented, but you almost uh, ripped my head off when I said that, when I called you uh, Batman's ward. (laughs) That's offensive. So since we're on the subject of uh, Batman, if you like my segue right there, today is the inaugural episode. We'll be talking about Batman. We'll be discussing the Batman and all Dark Knight related things. And The first thing I wanted to discuss was. Why is the why is Batman so popular? And for those of you who don't know, there was a time when Batman was going to get canceled. If it wasn't for uh, it was Frank Miller, who did the uh, Dark Knight Hall- Returns, Dark Knight Returns. If it wasn't for that and the long, uh, long Halloween and all that, Batman was going to get canceled. So he's actually had one of the quickest evolutions, I would say, into stardom and comic book history, considering that it didn't take him long to like skyrocket to the top for him. I I don't use Superman or Wonder Woman in those topics because they were ahead of the game. But Batman went from ashy to clashy, for the lack of a better term. So, Superwalk, why is Batman so popular?
3: Yeez Hollywood. Period. Batman has been fortunate enough to be one of the first extremely extremely successful movie comic book franchises that brought him you know it brought him to the masses again and not not to mention that like i think he's also had other successes outside of comic books that kept him in 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 mainstream and i'm i'm including you know the 60s batman franchise um and you know it's just it's a really iconic character that's Part of Amer- the American lexicon at this point, right? So, I mean, Batman is like American pie, like a uh, 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 apple pie, right? Like that's that's why he's popular. He's just he's cemented in that pantheon of American mythology. That's it, really.
1: Brandon, I know you're a, you're not really a Batman stan, but you are a fan of what he does, and you acknowledge that like he can be a bit overrated at times. What are your thoughts on his popularity and how he's I guess you know, come into being like as obviously said,
4: Hollywood. Because people like people like saying rich white people are underdogs. So he's the underdog in the DC DC universe. So it's like we got the NCAA tournament going on, right? So whenever an Ivy League team like Harvard or Yale makes the uh, the NCAA tournament, people like. Oh, they're the underdog. You got to root for the little guy. And I'm like, in what world is Harvard or Yale ever the little guy? Ever, ever. In what what world are they ever the little guy? They're not the little guy, ever. And this is what Batman is. Because Batman doesn't have any powers, and he's just a dude, and he fights with Superman, who has all the powers, and Wonder Woman, who has all the powers, and Green Lantern, who's like a god, and Aquaman is like an underwater god, and he's just a white dude that's rich that got that fights and never gives up. And so they like him because of that. And I get that. Also, they got the detective shit. He's got the cop thing going on for him where he's like, he's the good cop because he takes down all the bad cops, along with all the bad people in the city. So I get it. Like, he's very interesting. And honestly, and we'll, hopefully we'll talk about it later, but that 60s Batman show was such a big deal like if you ever yeah. read there's like documentaries on it but yeah. i don't think people today understand like just how big of a deal that show was at the time uh and how many people watched that show and just like how impactful it was and you know that was people's parents right my parents my dad was born in 1954 so that was right when he was a teenager right in his wheelhouse and so what did my dad teach me he taught me about batman <laughs> So let's you know what the while we're there, this was gonna come up a little bit later, but
1: let's start right there. You um have said this on a podcast before, and that may not come out since we're doing this one, but you've been on record by saying that back, the 1960s Batman is the most comic book accurate Batman. Why is that? Because that's a that's a honestly it's a bold statement. And I'm not sure how many people would agree with you, but you've talked about it before, and it's a really good point.
4: So obviously the tone of those those shows. It's not reflected in modern day Batman. Uh, It was reflected in like the 60s and the 50s. Like Batman, if you ever, if you ever like watch, I forget the DC app, but if you go in the DC app and read old Batman in the 50s and 60s, it's like sci fi Batman, Batman fighting in space, Batman fighting blue alien guy, like wild, just wild shit. And then, as you brought up earlier, you had, Batman had a little down like a damn moment and then they had Dark Knight Returns came out and that was gritty, dark brooding, angry loner, Bruce and that story blew up and then from there people were like and then you had The Killing Joke which was another dark story that people liked I hated it but people liked and then people were like oh we got to make Dark brooding Batman And so in all the media That we get in modern times You get a, a some fac- facsimile Of the Dark Knight Returns Batman But if you actually like Read the comic books Like if you watch those 1960 shows It was hokey and, and, and campy But if you watch it All of All Batman did was He got caught up in a situation That he looked like he couldn't get out of And then he found a way to get out of it. And a lot of the ways were absurd and ridiculous and insane, but he always found a way, just like everybody makes the joke in the, in the movie from the sixties, when he used shark repellent, right? Bat repellent to get rid of the shark. He just had to, he just had it on him. But if you actually read the comic books of Batman, he gets himself in the most implausible situations. And then he gets out of them. (laughs)
3: They still bring up, That shock, repellent to this day. I swear I read a a Batman book within the past year or so where they made a mention to that.
4: Yeah. He's always, if you read the quarter owl story, if you read Death in the Family, like he's in a no-win situation. And then he pulls something out of his ass and he gets out of it, right? Mm -hmm. And that is Adam West to a T. They just give you all the Frank Miller ambiance Mm -hmm. around it. Oh, man, you're a mute. You're a mute, oh, man. Um, So to your point about
1: the Batman series being hokey, like if you look past that, you're 100% right when it comes to like Batman always being prepared and always having something in a way to win out of any situation. Yeah, sure, the bat shark repellent is a little goofy, but let's be honest, that would be something Batman would have. Like there are things that would repel a shark away from him. Granted, his legs should have been gone. But even Batman's armor is, you know, it's it's pristine. So it it does make a little sense, as goofy as it is. Super what are your thoughts on the 1960s Batman and its influence? Or is it the best and is it the best comic book accurate Batman?
3: I mean, we talked about um, Batman, live action Batman recently, or Batman outside the comic books. And we rated different shows and movies. And I, I think I remember giving that a perfect score. Um, And much of that has to do with what Brandon just said. Like it's, I don't know, it's as campy as it is. It's pure Batman. It doesn't pull any punches. It's like the issue with comic book movies, the issue with the Batman movies that actually weren't good, you know, the studios got involved and, you know, they wanted to do all this cross promotional stuff. No, like, I feel like the people involved with the Batman 60s show Took whatever LSD they took at the time, and whatever popular <laughs> drug it was at the time, read a bunch of Batman comics and went ham. Like that's it's a great, great series. And that bat the the Batman movie where he dehydrated the one with the with the the bat shock repellent was yeah. Where the plot was to dehydrate all the world leaders, like you had the Joker and the Penguin. Mm-hmm. Like, like that was one of the greatest comic book live action crossovers of all time. Sorry, Endgame, but um,
4: hobby <laughs> uh, it, it you crazy. love. You love the Batman, right? And in the Batman, yeah, um Robert Pattinson's Batman is figuring out these riddles, right? And, and he's the only one that's figuring them out. If you watch the 60s Batman, right, whenever the Riddler shows up, the Riddler would say a riddle and he'd be in there with Chief O'Hare, Commissioner mm-hmm. Gordon, and Dick. And they'd be like, I don't understand what's going on. And Batman would just be like, "Oh, this is the answer," and yeah, he just know the answer just immediately. Oh, this is
3: this. A, <laughs> that's exactly where I was going to get to next with my my love of the sixties and why
4: it. Damn it, yo.
3: Yeah, we're gonna have to. There's a lot of stuff we disagree with. I know that, but this is one we don't. Um, Batman is a detective. He is the detective, yes. right? Like I don't like he's he's definitely the one of the greatest. He's not the greatest fighter in DC, right? There's a there's, there's there's quite a few people that can outfight Batman, if we're gonna be real, right? Like he's not the strongest, whatever. None of that. His if he had any superpower, it would be his willpower and his ability to solve freaking crimes, bro. And they yeah. did that in the '60s, like that shit was crazy. You just had him. You had who's a guy? I forgot his name. Um, West Adam West. You had Adam West is chilling, like you know, the any crime, anything. He's just like you, you know, you know Dick.
4: Yes, <laughs> it just tells
3: him, Yeah, like, all you know, like, It's just, it's just. Oh, I loved it. It was magical, and I watched. It and then at kitchen, the end, bro.
4: Dick yeah. would be like, "Batman, how'd you know to do this?" Yeah. Well, you know, remember, remember, like three days ago when the Riddler was over there doing this, I, I, I noticed him do this little tiny yeah. thing that nobody else noticed, and that's how I was able to figure it out. And I was like, "That's Batman." <laughs> really in the
3: sixties. There's six, yeah. a lot of connections. Um, Catwoman, Black Catwoman, a Black Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Let's let's say that one more time. A black catwoman. We're getting grief for them having a black uh, uh, uh little mermaid in 2022, right? We're talking about a black catwoman in the 60s. And then yeah, like, yo, yo crazy.
4: Adam West and Eartha Kitt kissing was the second ever interracial kiss mm-hmm. after that Star Trek episode.
1: Bro. I also want to add hope. We've also seen a black cat woman in the Harley Quinn show, which has been absolutely. Oh yeah, fantastic! Mm-hmm. So, yeah, is that coming back? That's a good point. Oh man, I
4: forgot about that.
1: So, I also want to um, add that I asked a buddy of uh, a buddy of mine, Dee Dee Sweets, I asked him like, "Hey, what are your thoughts on?" Batman. Because since we're recording, and I figured I get some people in who actually know the character, I asked them to send a voice note, like, "Hey, what do you think about Batman? What are your thoughts on Batman?" And he had just, "Oh God, he's laughing at the thing he said." So here we go. All right, what's going on? This is I almost forgot my name.
0: I always forget my name when it comes time to promote myself. It's uh, Didi. Uh, some of y'all may know me on Twitter and Instagram as Hey Sweets. Yeah, let's just keep it at that because I don't do anything else really other than
1: complain about anime and movies and play video games and also complain about those. But, um, Our demographic. Uh, my thoughts on
0: Batman. As a character, I don't have an issue with him. Um... For the movie studio that owns him, I have several issues with them. Um... But you didn't ask me to talk about that So, sorry uh, Yeah, Batman, I don't have an issue with him I don't have an issue with the people He uh, rolls with um, I just I don't know I honestly don't know What to say about him it. Because it's, it's like you, grew, you grow up with somebody And You're at the point where You're kind of tired of them but you still tolerate them because of, like, the shit outside of the comics, like The Batman. For for instance, love that movie. Great take on the character. Enjoyed it immensely. Um, other Batman movies, not so much. Um, Batman comics, other than The Imposter, which is fucking amazing, and just a great take on the character. That's it. I mean... And I haven't gotten all the stuff Tom King has uh, written for him. That goes without saying, dude's a motherfucking legend. But is this making any sense? Batman's alright. Now, I know you didn't ask for this. But here we I'm go. to say it anyway.
1: So, here we go. So, DD Squeeze is one of my favorite people in the world. But once he was like, you didn't ask for this, I'm like, alright, here we go.
0: Because you know me? Um, if anybody. From WB Studios is listening to this wonderful man talk his shit. Um, Can y'all just let Joker go? Can you just let him go? Like, seriously, I'm I'm tired of fucking Joker. Live stream, pages, whatever. I need more emphasis on other characters. Where's Clayface at? I mean, why don't you guys run Mr. Freeze back? Two face. Shit, read Batman '89. Batman '89 is great. Um, and that's an interesting take on Two Face. But Joker, I'm i t- Let him go. Let him go. So,
1: yes. <laughs> so you know, let's let's get right into it because that's actually a topic that we were actually going to discuss. Um, I am on the side of my man D.D. Swoo. Weeks here. We do not need Batman. We don't need Joker in a Batman project. I, I just, I don't see the, I don't necessarily see the reason for it. I know I'm probably in the minority of people because I know everybody loves a Joker. He's like, you know, he's one of the greatest supervillains of all time. I absolutely agree with that. I think he's one of the greats. Like, he's obviously a legend. But just. But just like Lex Luthor isn't the end-all, be-all for Superman movies, Superman, while they're his nemesis and while it's a great way to go, you don't necessarily need to throw him in every Batman project. As Super will pontificate later about the Batman, it didn't need the Joker to be great. We look at the X-Men movies. I honestly think that they could have stopped with Magneto after the first movie. They didn't need him in the second one at all. If we're being honest, it would have been kind of cool if he wasn't in the second one and then kind of pops up in the third one looking old like he did in one of the deleted scenes. So, Brandon, you obviously had a lot to say (laughs) about all of that. So what are your thoughts on first off? What are your thoughts on what he said about we don't really need to get into that. What are your thoughts on the Joker and the Batman?
4: I um i agree 100 with dd uh and that's part of the reason why i just liked the batman and didn't think it was like great but i liked it i mean okay let me take this back as a film i thought it was great uh and i said this in our group chat it reminds me of logan although i actually liked this film i i, I hated logan so that's different um but both films As movies are great. Did you hate Logan the movie or did you hate it as a comic book film? It's a comic book film, isn't it? Do you hate it in general? No, it's a great movie. It's a great film, directed, like it's a great directed film and active film. It's a terrible comic book film and it's a terrible Wolverine film and a terrible X Men film and it's a terrible film in the context of the universe that they created. I didn't create that universe, they created it. All right, Um, we'll save this for the I'll I'll add this as a voice note
1: I'll add this to the notes for a Wolverine um, episode, but continue
4: But this is very similar to that, except I actually like this movie, so I can't say I hated the Batman, but I'm tired of dark brooding loner, angry Bruce, and then on top of that they made, not only was he dark brooding, lonely, and angry he was a hater emo and for some reason, angry at Alfred for not being his daddy. And I'm like, what are y'all doing? Like, why is it got to be all this negativity? And then I'm like, okay, this is supposed to be year two Batman, right? This is the Batman. This dude, this emo dude, you want me to believe, is about to adopt a board and train him to be his partner. That dude is going to be a father figure. Even though Batman's not a great father, he's a father. He's not a good father, but he's a father. That dude doesn't look like he wants any interest in being a father anytime in the near future. And so, but maybe they're not going to go that route, which is why I get angry. Because I'm like, how many times do I have to watch a Batman movie where there's no Robin? How many times do I have to watch a Batman movie where there's no Barbara? How many times do I watch a Batman movie where there's no Nightwing? Even if you want to do it later in his career, right? When they did Ben Affleck. When I heard Ben Affleck was going to be Batman, I was like, oh, shit. We're going to get Nightwing, we're going to get a whole bad family because he's going to be like in his late 40s. We're going to have the whole bad family. I tune in and fucking Dick Grayson's dead and his suit is in a glass case with a fucking battle axe in his hand because he kills people and there's no Jason anywhere to be found and there's no barber anywhere to be found. What the fuck am I watching? Like, what am I doing? Like, what is this? So I say all that to say I'm watching the Batman I'm already a little annoyed because of that, but they did such a great job the Riddler and such a good job acting with the story. Jeffrey Wright was great. I really enjoyed the movie. And I'm watching this movie, and then we get to the end of the movie, and I go, oh, no. Oh, no. I know they're not about to do this. I know they're not about to do this. And they don't say his name, but then you hear that stupid-ass laugh, and you go, god damn. Now, part of me... Read the War of Jokes and Riddles, and was like that would be fucking awesome to see that in the movie. But then I'm like, I just saw Joaquin Phoenix Joker, which is another movie like The Batman and like Logan, because it was fantastically acted. Joaquin Phoenix was incredible in that Joaquin film.
1: Phoenix was, Joaquin Phoenix was great. The rest of that movie was ass as a comic book movie and as a movie in general. I was bored to fucking
4: tears. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't. Good, it was a Joker universe, movie, though. It, it was a good, Joker
1: that's movie that's a, that's a, yeah. it's a. It's a I will give hobby. I will give you this as much as I detested that movie yeah. it, it's a good alternate reality yeah. these, and that's, a, and, that's
3: but, a, and that's the thing with me like even before people were really into like when comics were just getting into the whole multiverse thing because they're trying to figure out like how do we how do we refresh these characters that, that's been around for half a century or whatever right like I actually like it like I, I'm really into like and especially since I, I I read a lot of manga and I watch a lot of anime. Like I'm very accustomed to to wild, almost um um on character like 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 wild takes on characters that even go against what we're used to. So for me that wasn't a problem, but I get what you're saying.
4: Yeah, but then you know we just saw Joaquin Phoenix, right? We just saw Jared Leto. This is what in the last what five years? We saw Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. we saw yeah. Jared Leto. There's Heath Ledger there. There's Jack Nicholson. There's Mark Hamill in the cartoons. How many Jokers do I need to... Every every other movie is the Joker. Every other Batman movie, Joker. Bro, listen. He's got so many other villains. I need y'all to relax.
3: I need y'all to fucking relax. Okay? Listen. Saying you want a Batman without Joker is like saying you want peanut butter without jelly.
1: I don't eat peanut. I don't eat jelly, so I'm cool with that.
4: Whatever. I don't think anybody okay. said we don't want the Joker. I'm saying yeah. we just saw the nigga. We <laughs> just saw him. Yo, you just saw nigga. <laughs> I
3: know. We just saw the Batman too. We just got yo. Like, like if you think about it, like how many Batman universe movies have we had in the past like decade? A lot. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is the reason why we have so many is because each time they come out, the fandom is so excited. Again, Batman goes beyond comics. So everybody your, your grandma is excited about a new Batman movie. We, we all go go watch it and makes a billion dollars. We call it the best thing ever. And then two months later we think about it for a little bit. We go like, yo, this shit was shit. And then the studio's like, we made a billion dollars on the last one, so we gotta make a new one, but we can't do the next one. But the same way we did the old one cuz nobody's going to watch it right so that's why we keep i mean i think that's the business reason why we're getting a lot of batman movies but i think there's room i think if we allow people i think the successes that we saw from this from from this recent batman movie and the and and the critical success we saw from the the um the Snyder cut of the justice league shows that yo these characters again they're part of like our our american mythos right so we can kind of we can we can use them we can recycle them um we just can't be afraid to go different 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 routes with them to make them interesting i mean i think this is year two batman right that doesn't mean he's been batman for two years right it means that he's been batman for a year and this is the second year he's being batman right so he's young bro um and he in a lot of the things um his, his 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 relationship with alfred is still developing like his relationship with gotham is still developing i think they did i mean the fact that we didn't see a bunch of pearls getting thrown on the floor and some (laughs) rich white people getting (laughs) murdered yo that was great that's a plus that was that was freaking great and and again and batman was a detective in this movie um i get that i've talked to a lot of people about the fact that he was brooding and kind of emo and all this stuff and i get that i 100 percent get that but i'm thinking about the type of man that Batman's become in the comic books. I'm like, yo, this dude definitely was a piece of shit when he was in his early twenties. Right. Like you can just tell, like, you know, this dude doesn't even like say a positive thing about anything ever. Like you try to have a conversation with him, He gives you the silent grimace. Right. Like, I think this is a real, I think this is a real good start. Like I, I, I would love this version of Batman to get a chance to evolve. And I think that, um, I have a lot of faith in the team behind this Batman, And I think that, um, Brandon, people like you will be happy if they're allowed to um, push this. I was happy. I love Matt
4: Reeves. I enjoyed the movie. It's just a lot like, I don't like movies that make, I don't like depictions of Batman that make Bruce Bruce Wayne worthless. He was worthless in that movie.
1: So let me say I I I absolutely disagree that, uh, let me say I absolutely disagree. There are moments in the movie where I did feel that Bruce Wayne was Batman, excuse me, was useless. However... No, 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 no. See, you're changing
4: it. Not Batman. I'm not talking about the character. I'm talking about Batman versus Bruce. Oh Bruce! Bruce, Bruce was worthless in that movie.
1: Um, I just Bruce Wayne is we all know the the um the common thing where it's just like Bruce Wayne is the mask and Batman is the actual person. We've heard it a million times, we know how that goes, blah blah blah. However, there's something Javi said that I wanted to comment on, but I wanted him to get wanted him to get his shit off. Yep. That man was brooding because he lost his parents. And unfortunately, people don't realize how much losing someone takes out of a person and especially his parents at such a young age. And I wasn't necessarily. I laughed and I giggled when Bruce went. When um, Bruce was like, "You're not my daddy," and I was just now. I made the joke like from Shrek, like "Do it or Like I love you, daddy, and all those jokes about him in general. But if we're being completely honest about it, there's no guarantee that Bruce would be able to get over the loss of his parents, and that he wouldn't end up this really emo, um, recluse, introverted person. And The idea of he hasn't created this Bruce Wayne persona yet. He's only been Batman a couple of years. He's still trying to really figure out who he is. So I wasn't necessarily mad at seeing him be this person. It was also due to my my homie and writer, Steve Van Sampson, writer of The Bone Eater King out in stores and on Amazon now that he brought up that like it's an introverted like he's introverted Batman. And then it started making me think that the idea is like he hasn't created this character yet. Bruce Wayne is a character. He's not this person. Bruce Wayne, the person, is the the guy we see when he's with Catwoman or when he's with Nightwing or when he's with Alfred. That's actually the Bruce Wayne person, and it's still kind of Batman. So he hasn't created this person yet because he hasn't needed to. And after he grabbed that dude... Who's working with the Riddler? And he says, "Who are you?" And he goes, "Vengeance." I think that's going to end up being the moment that we see him create this person, this Bruce Wayne person, for the public, because he now he realizes that he has to be more than just vengeance. He has to be more than
4: just the Dark Knight and the Batman and the protector of Gotham. So, so, I, I, would, so I would, I would be cool with that. Except every Batman movie, he's this way like everyone he's dark dark, brooding lonely and then when you read the comic books both of y'all read the comic books that's not who batman is he's always around his family he's always doing he's always or with the justice league he's not i'm by myself leave me alone i don't want no help but every time we see him in the movies that's who he is but
3: he he grew into that even in the comic books like there's a couple of like he's betrayed to just do had a freaking contingency plan to kill everybody. Either, like, oh, let's, go, like, let's go
1: way before that was Batman yeah. Year One. Yeah when we when he wasn't like that. Or the mm-hmm. Batman New 52, when him and Alfred were butting heads about who he was. Mm-hmm. And Alfred had to talk him into being Bruce Wayne. You need to do this, otherwise, you're going to lose your money. Mm-hmm. And granted. In the comic books now, we're seeing that Batman, can, Bruce Wayne, can still be Batman without the cash flow. It's cool. It's different. And as all of us here understand, that comic book movies are in an alternate reality. There still needs to be some connection to the comic books that people understand. Otherwise, and this is if otherwise, we're going to get to a topic where it's like, is the Batman something that's going to flourish? Now, on to another topic, because this is something we could go on forever. How do I you do have one more thing. Let me get my one more point, point. then we move
4: on. Get my one off. more point is the DCEU started in 2011, okay? Mm-hmm. Just so you all know, 2011. We're in 2022. The MCU started in 2008, so it had a three-year head start, all right? Since the MCU has started, they have given us – we've gotten – Guardians of the Galaxy, and we're going to have Nova before we've gotten any of the Bat family besides Batman. Any of them. Yeah, we got Moon Knight before Robin. Any of them. Robin, (laughs) Nightwing, older Robin, Nightwing, Jason as Robin, Jason as the Red Hood, Tim Drake as Robin, Damian as Robin, Barbara, Kate, none of them. Zilch. We've got none of them. All we get is but we've got three jokers.
3: But DC has to. DC doesn't have the I don't know. We. I don't know. Old man wants to get off of this. Right. But yo. If DC made the type of money and had the quality of th- this is what pisses me off. OK, because we could have had a Robin movie a long fucking time ago. A long. Imagine if imagine if what was the um the first uh Superman movie in the MCEU? It was Batman. I mean Superman.
4: Man of Steel. Man of Steel.
3: There you go. If Man of Steel was a critical and commercial success, everything would look different right now. But the fucking studio gets in the way. If you want to be angry at anybody, get married. Get get mad. If you want to get mad at anybody, get mad at Warner Brothers.
1: Can right? I be honest? I think that uh, Man of Steel was the best DCEU project that they put out. It- I love Man of Steel. I, it's one of the few movies that I... Specific, it's, one of, it's actually the only DCEU movie that I own. Specifically because when I saw that in theaters, I said to myself, I need to see this again a lot of these just a lot of these movies and that's, I think the biggest problem when it comes to the DCEU and why you see such a drop off and not even just with the DCEU you see a drop off with Wonder Woman you I mean not just with the um DCEU you see this drop off with Venom you see this drop off with other Sony projects you see this, this that same drop off with Uncharted but you don't see this drop off with Spider-Man away from home because it has replay value it's not just something that takes itself too seriously it does have these really great emotional moments but there's also points where you're like I need to see this again because I need to feel this again, I need to see this again because I may have missed something that I didn't catch at the end of the movie which is I think an appeal that the Batman has, and I want to see that again, some movies I'm like I'm satiated, I'm cool, I don't need to see this again, I'm happy the so Batman is such a good movie that I said to myself, I will watch this again. I'm going to purchase this movie because I want to own it, and that brings me to your point, Javi, about you saying the Batman is. and You can correct me if I'm wrong. The quintessential Dark Knight project.
3: Yeah, in my opinion, and and the thing is, I you're gonna get more Batman. You can you're gonna get this Batman, like this. It it because again, one the studio got out the way. It's clear that the studio got out the way. The
4: shit was three hours long. Dude, don't want like that, right? Like they, they want that. They want you, that. Yeah. Well, that Superman, was three hours long too. Yeah, I, you know what? I'll give you that. I'll give you that.
3: <laughs> but it, it, I can tell you, I, I, it it really looks because I'm looking at like I did pay attention to some of the stuff that the director did um, before this. Matter of fact, they made a Batman movie that was based off of um, the Seven based off of seven, which is one of the most brutal, craziest movies ever. Right. And again, that only happens when the studio trusts the people creating this movie. Yeah,
4: and that's what happens. Is great.
3: Yeah. And so that movie is great. And it, it, and not only was it critically acclaimed, not only was it great for comic book fans, even though, you know, we argue here and there over it, but most of us agree that it's a great movie, right? But it's commercially successful. They, they're printing money off of this movie. This is their first MCU level hit.
4: No, it's not. Aquaman made a billion dollars.
3: Yeah, but when you look back. What are we gonna when we look back, right? What are we gonna see as more of an MCU type
4: success? The most MCU film they made was Shazam. That was the most MCU movie that they made.
3: So I think you're kind of making my point here because Shazam is probably their first, like almost it's their best movie.
4: movie. Yeah. Yeah. But here's what you I'm know, saying to old man. Old man, and I think Javi, you agree with me hundred percent. I enjoyed Man and Steel for what it was. But, like, Old Man hasn't watched Superman and Lois. If you watch Ooh, Superman yeah. and Lois Ooh. and then you watch Man of Steel, you will see why that was a bad idea. Yeah. But that was a horrible, Na- no, I horrible idea. I w-
3: don't say horrible. Man of Steel was a solid movie. And if and if they could, and I, and I'm, I misspoke, Man of Steel was great. The issue was the follow ups of Man of Steel because I think they listened to a lot of like the fan complaints and stuff like that. But
4: if you think Dark Birding yeah, uh, Batman is bad, dark brooding superman who's supposed to be the beacon like his whole thing is he's the beacon of hope he's he's the brightest person he's the he's the god among humans but he live he chooses to live among humans even though he's a god and he brings all that light we could li- we
3: could literally have a whole and i really want to do that like like oh man you know, we could literally have a whole episode about brooding superman and all that stuff but like i you know what harry Plain it simple, Joker. The Joker isn't going anywhere. Period. Complain all you want. The Joker is gonna be a a a a uh gonna be part of Batman. Any new Batman, right? Either the first movie or the second movie is gonna involve the Joker.
4: That's their problem. Period. It's a crutch. They can't let go. That's true. That, That's that's part of the problem. I think is like it's a
1: crutch, and this is one of the reasons why when when the First, of all, let me just say that, that the Batman's made over six hundred million as of the time we're recording. That's a big number considering that it's the oh, people, <laughs> COVID people still
4: scared to go to the movies and like y'all gotta it's, stop giving them the benefit of the doubt. Oh man, go look at my Spider Man No Way Home made in the middle of a pandemic when it was worse.
1: But it's it's different because it's Spider Man, it's Tom Holland, it's Marvel. Hold it's on, hold
4: on. Spider-Man? This is Batman you're talking about.
1: It's different. It's absolutely different. And the reason that is different is because Spider-Man is fa- it's family friendly. So that's like people like you can't take everybody to go see the Batman. What Especially, choice is that? You can't take everyone to go see Deadpool either and that makes a ton of fucking money.
4: Whose choice was it to make Batman like that? That has nothing to do with it. I'm just telling you uh-huh. But apples but
1: ap- apples, and oranges. Okay, let's we'll, we'll just take the Spider-Man part out of it. Let's just take yeah. the Spider-Man part out Weren't they both PG-13? Let, let's, take, let's take the Spider-Man part out of it. It's still backed by Disney. It still has the Marvel brand, and it still has the appeal of Tom Holland. Those are three things that Spider-Man had over Batman. Batman had one huge thing hanging over it, and that is Robert Batman. And I wanted to tell everybody when I said when I said when they cast him years ago, I said, give him a chance.
3: And yo, I said me and old man, me and old man were like straight up get getting actions thrown at us for supporting, <laughs> supporting the, like, the yo, yo. vampire, I bro. Like,
1: I was like, Dog, have y'all seen Tenet and it was like, bro. What's that to do with anything? I was like, Robert Pattinson was Bruce Wayne in Tenet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know what I mean don't get it twisted and no matter how you feel about the movie Good Time he was good in that movie Robert Pattinson is a good actor as shitty as Twilight was he did his fucking job in that movie he was good in those horrible ass fucking movies
3: and that 600 million is off the back of word of mouth is off the back of word of mouth and it's and it's one of the best part one quote unquote superhero movies of all time when it comes to gross (laughs) I'm not gonna go that far. Y'all no, are, y'all are good,
4: being no, so those, nice. No, this I'm is Batman we're talking about. This is I'm
3: Batman. T- I'm talking about the numbers. That $600 million amount, as far as like the first movies in these superhero te- uh, superhero franchises, because technically this is a first movie, because I'm giving them, and I'm not giving them too much grace, because I'm giving them, I'm, I'm giving it because it was so different. The fact that they had freaking Twilight vampires in this shit, right, was a risk, right? So I'm giving them the credit and saying this is a part one. And part one to superhero movies usually you usually wait till part two when it gets popular to get the really big gross. If six hundred million at this point, we're seeing for Batman part one, part two in a post covid world is going to make all the money. In this, this movie world. Made, uh, put Joker this Joker movie's now, made a hundred
4: million dollars more than Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings. A but Batman movie. A yeah, Batman she, movie. No, you're comparing Batman good. to Shang Chi. Think about this now, Batman. Shang Chi.
3: Don't disrespect Shang Chi. That's I'm talking the about to movies.
4: mainstream audience to the masses. But Shang Chi got Batman. big off of word of
3: mouth too. Shang Chi, Shang Chi got big off of word of mouth as well, bro. But
4: also, you want to remember it's also, the
1: Mar- it's also the Marvel Disney umbrella yeah. with, uh, with like you got again. Let me say it like this, and we all know this phrase: Disney money. There's, therein lies the problem with that. And Brandon, I understand everything you're saying, but there's one thing that you have held your hat on when it comes to DC. And it's specifically that their movies have been trashed for a very long time. And people have realized that their movies have been trashed for a very long time and because of that, that's another that's a big crutch about it because even my wife who was like, you really want to go see this, it's a DC Comics movie and other people like, I'm not going to go see it, it's a DC Comics movie, it (laughs) wasn't until a lot of people realized that it wasn't part of the DCEU and as Javi said, the word of mouth it changed people's idea of what they were getting into because they realized that this is a fresh start for that. So there was a lot riding against the Batman. And this is why I put a lot of props and admiration for what these, this creative team has done for DC comics, the movie franchise.
3: Yep. And don't forget a China got, uh, I'm, I'm reading a Forbes article. Uh, so let me just, can I just quote this real quick here? So uh, the Batman, Three hundred million domestic on Sunday. So the that, that the uh, the Sunday that it, it the the weekend that it aired, right, it made three hundred million on that Sunday, right? Six hundred million worldwide. Now that is the second biggest grossing straight reboot domestically behind Spider Man Homecoming and fourth worldwide behind Man of Steel. All right. So like that's really and, a and reboot, you gotta though? keep in mind yeah, this is one hundred percent a reboot, and then you got. And also, that number is based on the fact that forty two percent of theaters in China
4: were closed. And guess or what else time? is happening? Half of the theaters in China were closed. Guess what else is happening? We're getting Batman again on the Flashpoint, and guess what? Flashpoint is doing rebooting the DC EU. So, Brendan, you read DC? Yes,
3: DC DC as far as multiverses go, especially since the first Crisis sees. DC's all about the multiverse the comics if you read the comics you're gonna see that one comic in the same week Batman will be dead same week Batman is friggin I don't know marrying Catwoman and then also he's friggin I don't know he lost all his money that's DC so I'm if you like I, I don't I think the audience I think Marvel DC should thank Marvel I think Marvel has kind of like prepared the audience audiences for these types of things where you have multiple characters um, in different universes, but I don't think it's going to be a problem, bro. Like, I, Especially since the whole point of Flashpoint is dist- like all this can be all, all of these Batman variants, right? DC can very well say like all this is due to the events of Flashpoint. And then you know what? We can have <coughs> Batmans in the same <laughs> year.
4: <laughs> they should sure I mean? have taught us these things.
1: Yeah, But you know You know the funny thing about that is, and um, I want to move on after this (laughs) because we—I didn't expect this to be such a hot topic, but um, I also—we also—that's also true. The one part I think that we're all forgetting is that it's Warner Brothers, and are we giving them too much credit for having the idea that Flashpoint is what it is? Because obviously, (laughs) I agree with you. I agree that this could be something that they're like, "Hey, we have all these Batman because of Flashpoint. We have all of these alternate." Versus cuz of flashpoint. Like and again I'll say and I, and I will bring this up every time we bring up peace every time we bring up a DC comics project in 2022 peacemaker is a prime example of DC doing something fantastic. Oh, that, So good. And it's in the DCEU. Mm-hmm. The Suicide Squad is in the DCEU. It's further proof that you don't necessarily need a well-known character as long as you have, thank creative, you. As long as you have the creative team behind it, yeah, and this I agree. Is, Thank you, thank but, you, old man. But that also brings yes. up, and that's why, like, I really do feel that we need someone like. And there's also something else that's brought up in a lot of comic book movies where, like, they they don't do the uh, the Batman did it well, where they had an A villain and they had a B villain. The Maccone family or the Maccone family, i not pronounce Falcone family. Excuse me, they were the B villain. Uh, Penguin was kind of the C villain, but you can still kind of say he's in the Carmine family or Falcone family. You can also say that Riddler was the main villain here. So there are ways that Joker could be involved, and he could be the B villain. And I haven't, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, because specifically like, Joker's gonna bring in money. It's just, that's just what it
4: is. Well,
3: well, the Joker was supposed to be much more involved in that film. Uh, So I don't, he was, yeah, so apparently he he was kind of like the Hannibal Lecter of some sorts. uh I think he was gonna help Batman kind of solve it or something. I I don't know what the exact um uh, what his exact role was, but they did cut him out. And if you do a Google search for the Joker and the bat and Matt Reeves Batman, you'll see like a good um you can you actually find uh, a clip that was cut from the final um.
4: Movie. DC has a Batman and a Joker problem in both movies and comics. Old Man knows this. Go look at the comic book charts and look at DC. And go look at their top 15 selling comic books. And I guarantee you, 70% of them are Batman, Batman adjacent comic books. The movies. We had Batman and Superman. Batman was in the Suicide Squad movie. Batman was in the Justice League. Then we have another Batman movie. We've had it since DC has started redoing movies. We've had five Batman adjacent movies, all of them just Batman. And then we've had three Jokers in the last 10 years. Why? Like,
3: if you you introduce
4: your characters, like this is what I always say, and I always say this about the MCU people know who Iron Man is now, people know who Captain America is now. Mm -hmm. These were not A list characters. Marvel. Made them into A list characters by telling good stories yeah. and making good movies. You can make a lot of money with characters that people don't know if you tell good stories. And here's the thing the DC characters, people know because they're gods. Hey, hey, we, man, Brandon, Brandon, <laughs> Brandon, hold that
1: thought for when we get into the, uh, the one of the topics you brought up later, because I think that's important to mention okay. in the news. Uh, before we move on from this, real quick, what do you guys think of the Joker's new look hobby?
3: I like it. I mean, it's it's hard to tell where exactly you're going with before you listen to Matt Reeves explanation. So it looks like this Joker has a congenital disease that he grew up with, which made him have a permanent smile, which apparently caused his psychotic breakdown um, over time. So uh, I like it because it's kind of it's in, it's intrinsic to who the Joker is going to become. So, I don't know. I, I trust Matt Reeve enough to, to to after this last movie, you know, I trust him enough to um, let him do what he's doing and see where it goes. So, I have no problem with it.
4: Uh, Brandon, what you got? I hate it because I don't give a shit why he has a perfect <laughs> smile because he's the fucking Joker. I'm not supposed to know. That's like I hate getting sidetracked, but that's part of the reason why I didn't like the Joker as a concept, Because the movie as a concept, because like the entire interesting thing about the Joker is that he's the agent of chaos, and you don't know anything about him. He's just this enigma in this world doing insane shit. I don't need to know how he became the Joker or his background or this and that. I just want to see the Joker fuck shit up. So... If I mean the look is fine, but like why are you telling me that he had a some type of disorder and he's got like I don't care. I just want to see this weird motherfucker with his like the and the death of the family, the Joker fucking sewed his face onto his face and it was just like a sewed-on face. It's creepy as fuck. It's crazy. I mean around it because
1: there was necrocia going on. There was a necrotic thing going over his face because it was dying because it wasn't attached to anything anymore, and I thought that was absolutely brilliant. To your point, where it's we Steiner never told us why he did it. You know, that was one of the that was one of the issues I had with the bat with um the Joker movie. Who asked for this? No one asked for a Joker or Joker origin story. No one. A part of it is the mystique. It's not like when we found out who Logan was, it was something that people actually really wanted to know because like where. Why is why are his powers like this? How did he become Logan? Where did he start with the Sakaar? Where did the whole thing with the bub come from? So finding out that story in the comic books made sense. But actually finding out who the Joker is, as your point is, I don't think anybody makes any sense. To his look, I didn't even notice the smile. Um, again, my buddy Steve Van Samson pointed out best that it really doesn't look like he was dipped in a bunch of chemicals and came out really weird. So it's a realistic look. I think it's cool, but... Um, I'm going to hold out judgment. Let me rephrase that. I'm going to hold out any opinion on this Joker until we see it, because I'm not really a big fan of the guy they picked for him, but, you know, it is what it is. So I wrote an article about the reasons to and not to live in Gotham. I can't wait to hear you guys, <laughs> react. I can't wait to hear you guys reacting to this. I'm just going to wait for you guys to blurt something out if you have something to say. Uh, pro... Rent is probably cheap.
3: What's pra- probably cheap?
1: rent in Gotham is probably cheap.
3: Nah. Yo, downtown know Gotham definitely that. downtown Gotham definitely gentrified. That's downtown I Gotham.
1: What about regular
4: yeah. Gotham? I think oh, yeah, Gotham's no. closest allegory is probably Chicago. i guess. guessing. Yeah. I think that's what yeah. they go after. Uh, Chicago's kinda expensive.
3: Yeah. And that's the thing that I like that's another thing I like. It it actually connects to this 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 point you're making. Oh man, what the Batman did well is showing the size of Gotham because you always think about like why would anybody live in this fucking city? Like it's always crazy, but if you think about it, like Boston's a tiny city. I know a lot of like a lot of our audience isn't from Boston, but if you know Boston's a tiny city, but when I go to like. Dallas the Dallas-Fort Worth area like yo yeah definitely you could definitely have a bomb go off in like a corner of the Dallas-Fort Worth area and most of that city is not going to even probably notice right like so um i don't know I, it can make sense that there are pockets of Gotham that would be extremely expensive and then like you know mm-hmm. you go into slums and it's like fucking cheap that was shit. a
4: pro old man that was a pro
1: yes so we're going to okay. go with both you guys disagree and it's wrong uh we're going to go with the con the constant threat of death
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Like somebody poisoning your freaking my. I don't even care about death, yo. Like that. The first time the scarecrow's fair toxin gets into my <laughs> drinking water, yo, I'm out. I'm moving to Kansas or something. I'm moving to Smallville, even though Smallville gets bombed every. Oh, yeah. I'm
1: glad you bring that up because a pro is thrilling lifestyle.
3: Yeah, the nightlife. That's fair. Crazy. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yo, facts. yo I just want to meet. Um, Journey Smollett's friggin' Black Canary my so life I, will be my life will be complete so let, me,
1: so let me read the piece that I wrote um, people jump out of planes bungee jump and swim with sharks there will always be people who live, live to get a thrill Well, if they want it, Gotham is a place for them. There will never be a shortage of of excitement and danger in Gotham. Of course, there's the Joker with his laughing gas, random murder sprees, and other shenanigans. A giant human crocodile could jump out of the sewer and eat you. Or, how about waking up dressed as a character from Alice in Wonderland? That doesn't seem bad until you can't control your actions. All these things can happen, but is it worth the adrenaline rush?
3: Nah. Okay. That club, the penguin club look lit in the movie. Yeah. Like I would go to the clubs. Like, yo, like, yo, some of my best friends would probably like sell like scarecrow toxin or some shit. Like, you know, we make money yeah. and then we'll go to the club and then
1: I wish th- I wish I could make this I wish I could have made this article hood because you know mm-hmm. there are niggas out there who are selling anti laugh serum. Yeah.
3: And you, you might you might meet Harley Quinn on a good day, yo. She might, you know. If you're charismatic enough, you know, she might look you know, you know. Just to let the Joker find out.
1: Uh, We also have job security, because you know people in Gotham are getting fired. Uh, People in Gotham are leaving because they're tired of their shit and moving to another series. Another city. Facts. Alright, so uh, this one is both a pro and a con. Becoming a hero.
3: (laughs) Nah, I'm good. I would not want to be a hero in Gotham.
4: Fuck that.
1: Brandon, thoughts on being a hero
4: in <laughs> Gotham? I watched um, that shitty show Titans that I can't stop yes. watching, even though it's terrible. It's so I'm bad, like, but
3: you can't because you got to finish the story. Yeah, bro. exactly. I can't so stop watching bad. it.
4: And so I watched, bad. I watched uh, Black Tim Drake want to become a hero, and yeah. the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, "What are you doing, dog?" Like, B- black and Asian, like a good Bla- idea.
3: Black and Asian Tim Drake.
4: Shout out to a homegirl, Charmaine. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? This is not like a good idea. This is not like the move.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I mean... How, how, how
0: yeah,
4: signal, be... signal, in the, signal in the
1: Gotham universe, it makes sense for him to become a hero because he has a stake in staying in Gotham.
4: Someone yeah, he said they were to- that show to uh, an alternate universe to the Batman because that was the dude in the beginning with the half face. Uh,
3: That show is in its own That show needs to be in its own pocket universe Away from everything that it could possibly influence It is fucking horrendous It is the worst shit ever And I can't stop watching it And if they cancel it, I will cry But it's fucking shit I don't know how to explain it, but that's what it is
1: you no, know, I got halfway through season two and stopped, and then watched the final scene from from the from the season finale. Oh, like, the us right, Wonder Girl.
3: girl. Watch it. Yeah, there's great episodes. Like yeah. there's great no. individual episodes of that show.
1: Yeah. There's a dude at my job who was who was saying to me he was
3: pissed because
1: he he was because like, I hadn't finished it. He was like, I need you to answer a question for me, but I, you can't answer the question. <laughs> So I watched it. I was like, all right. So I seen the final season. He goes, yo, what the fuck did they do with Wonder Girl? <laughs> he was so mad. I was just like, I, was, and I, spent, I looked at them dead in the, the face and I said,
4: bad writing.
3: Yo, my They thing killed an Amazon
4: with a pole.
3: Yo, it's crazy <laughs> to me. That's I'm like, yo, yo. they fight people with electric powers constantly. And you're telling me that sh- freaking you could kill Wonder Woman with an exposed electrical socket? Is that what they're trying to tell me right now?
1: Yes, that's exactly what they're telling you. Um, I think I have a pro that I think both of you guys could get with. Living in Gotham will make you smarter.
3: You got to go ahead and explain that to me. Yeah,
1: I
4: need you to explain that.
1: Yeah. This, writer, the best, this is the best part of living in Gotham City. Being in the city means you have you have your head on a swivel. If there's a random riddle on a big screen downtown, ah. there's a random double <laughs> game you have to pass to buy donuts. It may sound annoying, but it'll make you smarter and more aware of a more aware person.
4: You're saying, That's clever.
3: You say people run around Gotham just looking for a secret question mark glowing question marks <laughs> sprinkled yo, around.
1: You know, uh I got this I got this article idea because on Twitter it was uh what was it uh living life in Gotham was trending and like it ended up being a black Twitter thing. And this dude was like, he goes, Imagine waking up at a cup of coffee, you drink your coffee, it tastes funny, you look on the bottom of it and it's a question mark. <laughs>
4: I'm glad you brought that up, Super Bowl. I don't know if either of you have done this, but you should if you get a chance, right? I, was, I meant to bring this up earlier when we were talking about um, Bruce Wayne versus Batman, but if, if either of you have played the Telltale Batman games, you should play the Telltale Batman games. They don't I, played the
3: first, I played five minutes of the first episode. I'm thinking about buying it specifically
1: after playing Guardians of the Galaxy. First
4: chapter. It's very good. It's an incredible story. It tells like a different side, but there's parts in the in the story where you have to choose to go handle an issue as either Bruce Wayne or as Batman. And wow. Bruce Wayne handles it a different way and Batman handles it the Batman way. And you got to choose which way to go. And that changes how the story unfolds based on that because Bruce Wayne is a part of Batman. Right. And so that's something that you should think about when uh, I think both of y'all should watch play that game when we're talking about Batman. It's very interesting.
3: Bruce Wayne would be way more effective at curing the crime problem in Gotham than Batman. Just want to put that out there.
1: So next up, we have car insurance, and it would be... It's a con because there's no way hell car insurance would not be through the roof if you lived in Gotham.
3: Yo. It's like you wouldn't need a
4: car in Gotham.
3: You would, because you can't afford a car, but then you can't afford to take public transportation because you'll die. And you will probably die in your car too. So, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, whatever.
1: You're driving to work, and Clayface takes your car and throws it at. No, Solomon Grundy takes your car
3: and throws it at Batman, <laughs> Batman while you're in it. Fuck that Clayface. Clayface. Solomon Grundy living
4: Gotham. He lives in Gotham. <laughs> Who does Solomon Grundy? He's a he's
1: nah. more of a, he's more of a Batman villain than he is anything else. That's more of a recent
3: thing, though. Is he is he more of a Batman villain or a Superman villain?
4: Batman. Batman?
3: I don't feel re- like people, people always re- say re-
4: Gotham is more dangerous than, like, Metropolis or whatever. It's not. But, like, it's not. Bat- Batman villains are, like, regular-ass people, generally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You gotta deal with, like, gods coming to fuck with Superman in Metropolis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you
1: don't worry about <laughs> falling buildings and shit. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah like, like, you either have to fight a ventriloquist, a ventriloquist dummy with a Tommy gun or like,
4: Satan. Metallo, yeah, <laughs> fucking like, man made out of crypto, like metal coming to fuck with you. Yo, <laughs> it's too good. So, actually, you know what, old man, you're making me like Gotham a little bit more. <laughs> nah, I'm not
3: moving to Metropolis. Fuck that. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, that that's another thing. Like, again, like the biggest thing about it is a fucking, like literally a building could fall on your fucking
3: head. What's that? Superman can fly by you a little bit too fast and like suck all the oxygen out of your lungs
4: like A-Train. Yo, yo facts. They actually run into you.
3: Yeah. And uh, not even notice.
1: Then the last two we have, the first one in, um is becoming a villain. That's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's not necessarily a good thing
0: either.
3: Bro, if I was a Gotham villain, I'd be a villain for like a week and like, and like invent some crazy like weapon and then just sell that shit to the US military for like $8 trillion and
1: no more invincible for you, all right? In, that's actually,
4: move. you know what, old man, becoming the villain is a 100% positive. You know why? Because Batman don't kill nobody. Fat. So, like, your worst case scenario is you show up in Arkham and you're going to get broken out by somebody eventually. Like in a week. Like in a week. <laughs> but you're more likely to just be rich.
1: And- um, I- I allow me to retort. I agree with you, but allow me to play devil's advocate here. In, on, a, uh, was, it, was it A-Day? A-Day in Gotham where the dudes from, the dudes who were uh those crazy southern, not the crazy southern I forget who it was, but someone burnt down Arkham and then blamed it on the Joker and like a bunch of villains
4: died. Right, so, uh, yeah, that's true.
1: That's you know, true. What I mean? well, there's no guarantee, but there's a good point. Now, here's another part, and I'm going to read it, before I even say anything, I'm going to read what it is. Everyone thinks they're gonna be. They'll become Lex Luthor, Doctor Doom, or Joker. It's not likely. Everyone isn't built for the life of a leader, especially when dealing with the best heroes in the universe. It's pro. It's more probable that you'll become a poorly dressed goon in a three in a themed getup. That's that's true. Hmm. So, I think that's the worst option of all of them.
3: Yeah, I would hate to be like. Uh, joker henchman because like if oh, batman yeah. doesn't destroy you like break your back and throw you in, uh, into arkham and you're not escaping because nobody cares about you're not no you're not going to arkham you're going to a regular prison where you probably stay there for the rest of your life right yeah not only but the joker might just kill you because because he just wants to
1: if you're gonna you know what's funny if you're gonna hench for any batman villain in penguin the way to go he only yeah. hurts you if you're incompetent
4: yeah, and you you Can probably you get paid. Imagine how desperate you have to be to go work for the Joker.
1: <laughs> <sighs> Yo, that's not that's not desperate. That's not um being desperate. That's stupidity.
4: Yo, that's crazy. You must need a check really yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, bad. Yeah. Oh, God.
3: Life, life, life hits life hits you life hits you a hard. Couple of ways, man. Like, yeah, you're right.
1: So next up, we have. The
3: uh, one. Your fi- I'm, sorry, I'm saying, unless you're trying to get close to Harley Quinn, I think that's a good idea. I'll risk it. Uh, that's a plus. Well, I'd risk. She might I risk kill it. You. Yeah, but yo, I'd risk. I'd, I'd risk it. Yeah, I think. I
1: think Harley Quinn breaks dicks
3: when she fucks. Yeah, I'll treat. I'll, I'll treat her very nicely. Like you know, very non. I'll be a very non-toxic person. She'll probably be annoyed with me over a while, but you know, I think Harley Quinn. I'll catch her on her like. I'll catch her on her non-villain days. I'll cut no. you when she's working with, like, the Arrows. Um.
1: Out of the three of us here, I think, yeah, out of the three of us here, I really do think that, I don't know which, I know, Brandon will die within the first couple of days.
4: She oh, was when, in, I would leave.
1: And, and, and you've seen on Wedding Crashers, I'll find you.
4: <laughs> Actually, I'd probably get along well with Harley Harley Quinn, though. I would probably get along pretty well with Harley Quinn.
1: She—I don't know if she kills me after a year or after the first couple of weeks, but I don't think we match up well. I think Hobby has the best chance of survival with Harley Quinn.
3: Nah, I'll be boo. I'll be boo.
1: All right. So next up, I have your. What are your favorite Batman the Animated Series episodes? Because, um, like the rest of us, it's probably the. For me, it's the best comic book TV show of all time. And that's pending depending on how good Harley Quinn continues to be.
3: Is that back by the way? Is Harley Quinn back?
1: Not not yet. There's a there's a comic book in between season 2 and season 3 that's phenomenal written by T Franklin, but there hasn't been a an actual um, season 3 on HBO Max yet, but it is supposed to debut this year. So if I had to pick one right off the top of my head, I'm write gonna, that
4: down for uh good. Write that down for a good episode of the show. Best co- talk about the best comic book TV shows.
1: All right, I'll add that to the um, add that up. to the list. Um, so let's. So do any of you guys have one that sticks off the top of your head? Because for me, it's almost got them.
4: Mm.
3: I'm gonna say I don't remember the name of the episode. I'm looking it up right now. Um, and this is the one that always sticks into my head. Uh, it's the one that featured Harley and Poison Ivy.
1: Oh, um, on that, which one, Don Ethehum and Luisa?
3: Yeah, and, and was, a, there was a couple. There was a couple with them, right? On my trip, is, was there a couple of them? There was. Yeah, I, I, whenever they got together, y'all, I just, I just really liked it. You know, I, I think. Again, Harley Quinn was created for the Joker as a character, but, you know, this this kind of showed this was kind of like the beginning of like, yo, this Harley Quinn character is going to be crazy. Also, it highlight, highlighted Poison Poison Ivy, like that Poison Ivy character in the Batman animated series is criminally underrated. Like she was a great villain.
1: Can we also listen to episode that I think is fantastic when Batman was on trial and because his lawyer thought that Batman was a reason for all these villains, and then come to find yes. out, that, no. But it was funny because all of because um, they they all agreed that Batman was not guilty of creating them because realistically they all would have become villain villains in some way, shape, or form. There was like the theme may have been different, but they all would have become evil criminals in some way, shape, or form.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh
1: Brandy, Brandon, you got one or? Do you
4: have a favorite moment? I like the Mister Freeze one. Which one? they all a cold day. What's it called? Um, um, it's the one. It's the one where what's a cold day in? Um, what's it called? Uh, uh it's um. I'm trying to
1: find it now. I'm um, Heart of Ice. Heart of Ice, yes. Yeah, that, that's, that was one of the... Emotional. Yeah, you can't help but feel get emotional about that. And it's funny, Harley Quinn, again, that name, did a great job with that same kind of emotion with Victor Freeze in their season, where it was like, I'm not a bad guy. He was like, essentially, he goes, he goes if you would have heard all the things that they wanted to do to you, you'd be thanking me that all I did was freeze you and leave you there. hmm and then when he died in that shit, I'm like, yo, I cried I teared up a little bit. I was like, wow, he really wasn't an evil person. I and mean, that's the thing people forget. And it's not the reason I I hate the new fifty two retcon of Mr. Freeze. It's fucking awful.
4: Yeah, I agree.
1: Um, a great Batman moment, Batman the Animated Series moment was they were one of the goons that just got his ass whooped by Batman earlier in the show. He walks in a room, sees Batman there. Batman God
4: damn,
1: he looks at him and closed the door. And his dude goes, Any, anything in there? He looks at the dude and goes, Nope.
4: <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a random thing, but I just looked it up. It's completely random, there's nothing to do with this, but I think old man appreciate this. Do you know, old man, that Tony Storm has made $51,000? On OnlyFans since March 19th? I'm aware.
1: I'm tempted to. $51,000 in,
4: uh, Doug, in
1: I'm tempted seven to, days. Doug, I'm tempted to get it and then give give you and um, Diddy the password just so you can guys see what I saw.
4: Is it good? $51,000. She quit WWE. and was like, fuck that. I could make $50,000 in seven days. Yeah. What's her content? Just regular ass pictures. Oh, I don't even. She probably made more than that because she's doing like pay per view pictures and shit too. So I'm sure she's made more than that. That's just off of subscriptions.
3: I'm not paying for OnlyFans for just pictures. Fuck that.
4: She only has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven posts. Yeah, fuck that.
1: I'm on the fence about it, but if I do get it, I'll
4: definitely give you the login. So. God damn, that's fucking amazing. Good for her. Yeah, I'm
3: happy for her too, but who's you know there's a lot of simps in the world bro and you know what more power to them and the women that take advantage i'm pro, I'm pro women taking advantage of simps
1: for real so before we get into the news topic of the show i started a I'll always love to finish these shows with games and stuff like that because i think they're fun and i have a bunch of questions i sent them to you earlier just so you guys would have an idea of the questions that were going to be asked so let's begin. Other than a joker, what a what's a Batman villain that you would not want as your as your nemesis? Superwoke.
3: Scarecrow.
4: Brandon. Uh, what's the guy's name? Victor's ass. Well, no parts to him. Mm. <laughs> Who's the worst Bat family member? Brandon? Oh,
1: that's easy. Jason Todd. You will shut your fucking hole right now. He's Swear. so fucking annoying. Spoiler
3: is easily the worst Batman, <laughs> Boom, yeah. Batman. but I put on not by popularity or anything like that. Jason Todd is definitely the worst Batman. He's the Batman, worst. You know? He's the worst. Just, the worst. Not just he. He's he actually, he's annoying. Know, he's, one of, he's one of the best fighters. Like he's one of the best fighters. Like he, bro, can, you know, he's, he's all that stuff. He's but yo, money, he's Bruce Wayne without money. Yo, he's he's Bruce's disappointment, bro. Fuck
1: you guys, but uh, I, but I knew you both. Of you guys were gonna say Jason Todd. I go fuck support Jason. That, that's just me.
3: Uh, man, well, I don't hate Jason. You know I like Jason. I, I got mad love for Jason Todd.
4: Brandon, you didn't say
3: Damien. I thought you hated Damien. Brandon, me? I, I, I love Damien.
1: I, lo- I absolutely love Damien. He's annoying, but he's like one of the one of uh, the better characters because there's so many layers to him.
4: Um, I also want to say that Brandon just says this shit because you know it triggers me. Uh, <laughs> no, fuck Jason, man. He's an annoying little petulant kid who got mad. And fucking went out. You know, Brandon is just mad <laughs> that
3: Jason and Bruce actually,
4: you know what? I'm th- I think I'm projecting because of Titans because that fucking Jason. Oh, he's the is the worst.
3: Worst. Oh my yo, but the he's the worst. Yo, but that's some of the greatest casting because that's what Jason Todd. Like when Jason Todd was first introduced, that's there's a reason why people voted to kill him. Like yeah. I was like, yo, that's Jason. Yo, he is Jason Todd, bro. Like, he's the that's worst, it. bro. Yes. Yes, it is. Yo, yo, watch Titans.
1: Yo, hit me. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Harvey, if you ain't doing shit, come through tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Come by tomorrow. We'll watch it. Uh, It's
3: very. It's it's horrible, bro.
1: Brandon, fuck fuck Batman. (laughs) Brandon, what's what's Batman's
4: greatest accomplishment? Um, probably having a child with Ra's daughter. You realize he was sexually assaulted, right? He got—he definitely got raped. She Cosby'd him. He did. Yes. Yeah, she drugged him. Oh, I didn't remember that part. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't remember that part. Actually, his greatest the- accomplishment is raising Dick Grayson because mm. Dick Grayson is the perfect hero. He's the perfect hero. Yeah. And if you read Tom Taylor's word, they made him even more perfect.
1: Yeah, than yeah. Tom Taylor. Yeah. I gotta say this. I was um. I was, I've been reading. The um, the uh, the Nightwing run. I started it when I knew he went went on. Um, I knew Tom Tom Taylor was writing, and I went back and read some of the other stuff. And in the most recent issue of Superman, Son of Kal-el, he's pushed off a building and he's sitting there, hands behind his head, legs crossed, falling off a fucking building. And I texted Diddy, and I was like. Is Nightwing the coolest character in DC? And he goes, Nightwing is the coolest character in comic books.
3: Hmm. Wow, like, that's, that that's is
1: it. Fucking fearless, and and I really have obviously. Who do you think is the Batman's biggest accomplishment? Before I get into my until my pontificate,
3: um, being one of the one of the few things in the multiverse, in any multiverse, that Superman genuinely fears. Genuinely fierce. like and genuinely, that's like yo, this is, right this, is,
4: this is that's bullshit. All right, you said bullshit
3: all you it. want, but it's fact. Facts is facts. Them is the facts. One of my favorite
1: things, Batman, <laughs> <did> recently <laughs> in um in DC versus the va- versus vampires was Batman. <laughs> a, I don't know if it was crypt I think it was either kryptonite gum or he had a kryptonite tooth. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: And he like bit it and then blew kryptonite dust in his face. I'm like, that's some G shit. Yeah.
3: And it's not just Superman, right? Like darks, dark dark side. Like, what? The, how do you? What is his name? Is dark side or dark seed? It doesn't really fucking matter. I think. Yeah. Darkseid. I think people yeah. Like, never- every every villain, every everybody, like no matter what, they all have respect for Brucey, and he's just a simple ass billionaire. But still, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot I'm of billionaires. Deal.
1: With Batman's greatest accomplishment was being a member of the Justice League and still being alive. Yo, can Batman be Wonder Woman in a fight? Hell no! no. Fuck no! As long as we all agree, there. What is Batman's lamest villain, and it can't be Kite Man?
4: It's not Kite Man. It's Condiment King.
1: (laughs) I forgot. I forgot about him. Oh, Condiment King.
3: I agree.
1: All right. Uh, Last but not least, what would your Bat family name be and what is your expertise?
4: Mm. Um, Shit. That's a good question because I really want to be Nightwing so bad. Mm. Mm. But I'm not going to be doing. um...
1: But no, this is a, a whole new persona. Like, what would your name be and like, who would you? (laughs) <laughs> I'm like I know, I would be a dick, and I would just be the black hood.
3: No, fuck the Bat Family. I want to be part of the Wayne Family, and my name will be Javier Wayne. And <laughs> I would be worth, I would be worth one billion dollars, and I won't live anywhere near
4: Gotham or Metropolis. I'm gonna live in Coast City, chillin'.
3: and, Yeah, chilling like
4: a villain. Is Coast City Green Lantern or the Flash? Green Lantern. But Sito, Sito, happy. Shit don't happen in Coast City. Greenlanders what? just from there. He yeah, be on stage fighting happened. these people.
3: One thing did happen. I think. Oh um, yeah, Hal Jordan one, came to kill Jordan. Yeah, but that <laughs> yeah. was once. That was yeah. once. That was once.
4: I'm, I'm
1: gonna move it, there. <laughs> it's like Coast City. Sit. It's like Rusty Dillon. It's like Coast City. got lost ever since Hal Jordan came across the buildings. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Green. Yo,
4: the everybody was, should go read Green and Rebirth. It's fucking fantastic. I I read it once a year. Someone actually told me about that. I like Green Lanterns, but I've never read Green Lantern. Green Lantern Rebirth came before that, way before. This is when they brought the character back, when they introduced the Red Lanterns and the Blue Lanterns and the Indigo Lanterns and all that. When all that first happened, it's a long Mm -hmm. story by Jeff Johns. It's fucking fantastic. But Jeff, isn't Jeff Johns a dickhead? I don't know if he's the dickhead
1: some people like he's like a just a dickhead. I forget what he's actually like what his um
4: I feel uh, like I, I heard the opposite. I know that goddamn book is incredible. I know that. Uh, oh yeah. He
1: had some controversy on the set of the Justice League recently when Ray Fisher started claiming that Jeff uh to that John weed and other executives were racist and offences during him during the, making the film making of the film.
4: And I don't know if um Ray Fisher is the most reliable source. Yeah. I don't given his history.
1: I don't know um Ray Fisher's history, so I don't really whatever. I'm gonna read it, but like until I get some concrete evidence of why he's a piece of shit, I'm not really gonna to go gonna go on it. So, you know.
4: Rightland yeah. Rebirth's amazing. Because my favorite my second favorite DC character, a lot of people don't know this, but my second favorite DC character behind Nightwing is Saint Walker, the Blue Lantern. Love Saint Walker. Oh, wow. wow.
3: Saint so Walker, you really that. like that um the spectrum the spectrum
4: war, war or whatever series with um Black Oh yeah, and that, Black yeah Ring when, and stuff. when uh John Stewart became a spectrum lantern. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. late that's way later on. Can but I just whole, say
1: but oh, yeah. No, I was just gonna say that I hate I loved um Blackest Night, but I hated the way it ended. Like making all the Justice League like white Lanterns. I'm like, y'all just took all the hard work that all these characters like Mara did, and then it was like, we're just going to make the the Justice League White Lanterns. I'm like, why not make the characters who basically save the day White Lanterns instead of putting that shit on Wonder Woman and and Superman? I'm like, it was fucking stupid.
4: Blackest Night is the end of the um, Jeff Johns rebirth run. All that is building up to that. It's similar to like how Hickman builds up to Secret Wars, starting in the Fantastic Four. Uh It's like that. Jeff Johns is building that up through the Green Lantern, introducing all these Lanterns Throwing little hints out here about these Black Lanterns and this Death Lanterns, and then you get Brightest Day, and you get then you get Dark um Darkest Night. And There you go.
1: I just really wish that they didn't like that they didn't end like that, but I really did enjoy um, Blackest Night until like I saw how it ended. I was just like, yo, y'all just ruined the entire fucking series with that bullshit. And I wish I would have known who Max Lord was before I read it because him coming back was kind of funny. And finding out what he did to. Oh, yeah, he was like, "How do we stop you? You have to kill me." Cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, um, it, <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Um, and last but not least, we have the news. Uh, this is a, the topic that Brandon b- uh, brought up. Do we give a shit about Morbius? I don't think anybody. I think Harvey might have been the only one who actually was excited about it. I didn't give a shit about Morbius. Period.
3: I did. I mean, I, I think I said earlier, like, I'm excited about it, but at the same time, like, I wouldn't be surprised for shit because it's Sony. There
4: it was a 0% chance this movie would be good. Zero.
3: I mean, come on. There was a non-zero. There was like a 1% chance. It could have been Zero. Good. I like, yeah, I like, I like, I like, um, Leto, whatever the fuck his name is. I like him. He's a good actor.
4: I mean, there was a 0% chance when they had a picture of Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, but then had MCU's Vulture.
3: Zero yeah, percent nah. chance. And what Indeed. I'm hearing, what I'm hearing now is just, just, it's just, it's not, it's not instilling any confidence at all that this is a good movie.
1: Have any of you guys actually read any of the the criticism for it?
3: Yeah, and it's not looking good. And the fact that they they already spoiled the post credit scene is kind of like, yeah, come watch it. We have a cool post credit scene. Like, now. Nah,
1: People have been shitting on the post credit scene, which is even funnier about that too. Yeah, because do? it
3: doesn't make any fucking sense.
1: So, what is the post-credits scene before I get into the reviews?
3: Uh, the vulture, the vulture from the MCU, is actually like, actually somehow made his way into the Venomverse somehow, and I guess they're going to create a Sinister Six. Like, I
4: don't, are we supposed to care about that? No.
3: Okay.
4: I mean, there we saw the vulture in the thing. goddamn trailer.
3: Yeah, but oh, in yeah. this one, I guess he's in the, his vulture outfit and shit. And he. And he <laughs> It has something to do with like the Venom, like the Venom symbiote piece that was left over or somehow helped them. I don't know. I don't know really if it's true, true or not, but it sounds like Sony, so I'm going to believe it. So I'm going to read.
1: So the first one's actually not horrible. Someone said, I'll, I'll give him a shout out. Sab Dash Astley says, well, Morius is about as bad as you were expecting. A 2005 plot collides with visually confusing CGI to create a bit of a snooze fest. But don't worry, they've saved the worst part—the worst for last, featuring some of the worst post-credit scenes you've ever seen. Sony are off their rocker. Uh, what else do we have? We have Morbius is unfortunately not great. Definitely not as fun as Venom, <laughs> which you know.
3: No, Venom was great. The last Venom movie was extremely fun. I enjoyed that movie thoroughly. Oh my and god! And actually. Yeah. It actually made me even more excited for Spider-Man. Old oh, man I liked
4: the first one. We yeah, argued I, about that. I like the
1: second one too. It, it's a shit movie, but I still liked it. The second one is not a shit movie. The
3: first one yes, is a shit is. movie that's entertaining. The I,
1: second that, one that was, second one is a the second one is better than the first one only because it's more
4: entertaining. But the second one is worse than the first one. It's not a good movie. Neither one of them. But I do get the I do get the entertainment part. Yeah, it's an entertaining movie. Um, da, da, da,
1: da, da, da. and a person who also went on to say Nicole, uh, Nicola Austin also went on to say that um, Matt Smith is clearly having a blast though uh, next person said Morgan's proved that no matter how many famous faces or shiny visuals you squeeze in Sony will always find a way to impressively misunderstand basic storytelling
4: this is the problem when your movie studios WB Stoney refuses to embrace comic books for being comic books fox had the same issue that's why all those movies are not nearly as successful as the mcu because the mcu goes we're making movies about comic books so we're gonna make them like comic books because that's what yeah. made them popular to begin with yeah. i don't need grounded like we're not here's the thing when you're talking about the great reviews from bat for batman right and it was a good movie but every review is like this movie is so grounded. It's so down and grounded and and relatable, and it's so it's so real. It feels so real, and this is grounded. I'm like, what? Are we talking about comic books, or are we talking about like uh, police dramas, procedurals? Like the MCU leans in to comic book being comic books. Because comic books are ridiculous. We all read them. We know that, but that's why those characters are popular to begin with. Right, so you have these popular characters so much that people want to see a movie about them, and then you get the movie of like, actually, we're going to put Cyclops and the whole X Men in black leather suits because that's what'll look better on movies as opposed to these colors, right? Like people always get ahead of themselves, and Sony does the same thing. They tried to make Venom two. They were, they tried to make Venom two more comic booky, like you could tell that they were like, okay, we're gonna try to make it more comic booky, except. Like it didn't need to be rated R. Like it didn't. It didn't. Was there, it was rated R. R. It was. Yes, it was, it was,
1: it was yeah, it was. It was it was
4: Pg-13. Are you sure? I'm positive. I'm pretty sure Venom Two was rated R.
3: I watched it. I watched it at Disney, so I doubt it was rated R. Uh, yeah,
4: it was Pg-13. Wow. Oh, okay. You know. Uh,
1: so, and I, I thought one of the problem was. It was that it was rated, rated PG thirteen. I think it could have been rated R. I think it would have been a little more fun good. because Carnage is not a rated R. It's not a PG thirteen character. They're yes, lucky, he is. They're lucky he's not a PG thirteen character. They're lucky that that um Woody Harrelson is as good as he is.
4: Would which Car- Which which Carnage comic book is uh, a ma? Um, web of Carnage. There you go. There's one but what are the majority of Carnage appearances? Maximum Carnage was what could have been rated Maximum up. Carnage. It, no, was it wasn't. That was not a, a T, uh, M.A. comic book. That was or just was a regular ass comic book. Niggas were dying and getting stabbed. There was blood in that shit. People die in every comic book. You can die. You can get stabbed in PG-13. Yeah, you, yeah you're not wrong. Fine. Thanos chopped off. I mean, Thor chopped off Thanos' head. He beheaded that dude. You got me there.
1: You got me there. I think it would have been way more interesting if it was rated R,
3: though. Listen, if you take any of these Carnage comic books and any any Venom comic books that have been published in the past like five, six years, and you and you take that and you just you just take that and you put it in live action and you don't change anything, that shit will be freaking rated, rated R. Period. Bro,
4: shit, those just books off- were rated R, though.
3: Well, I mean, they're, they're rated different. Books are rated differently. Like, Yeah, this will, this will yeah but they have
4: like dark label. Those weren't like dark label comic yeah. books. They're just regular release comic books. You can show all that shit on PG-13. I think what they had you can't carnage, do is like sex carn- and extreme violence.
1: So can I, I just had- say one of my favorite Venom moments happened last year? Carnage is fighting Venom, and Carnage goes, "You know my favorite Wu Tang album is Daddy." And Venom, and Venom goes, "Don't say liquid swords." He goes, "Liquid swords." <laughs> <laughs>
4: did y'all like? Did y'all like King and Black and Donnie Case's Venom? I like, I
1: love King and Black, but I haven't read Donnie Cakes' Venom yet. I love King, in Black, King uh-huh. and Black
3: though. I'm, I'm I'm reading all of it. I'm, and I'm reading all of it. I'm reading the. That's current. the best
4: Venom's ever been in the. Yo, Ven- Venom's oh.
3: been. I've been trying to tell people that don't like Venom because I wasn't always a Venom fan. Neither but Venom, Venom, and like Donnie Cates has done, bro. Like what he's done with Venom has just been consistently good. Like, cons- like just, just great. Like the whole just expanding what 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 the Venom symbiote is. Like it could have gone. Horribly wrong, but it went extremely well. And he did a he he did the job of separating Venom from Spider-Man, which I think Marvel wanted to do for a long Yes, time. exactly.
4: You know, exactly. So. This will be the highest praise for old man who hasn't read this. And I know how old man feels about this. This will be the highest praise for Donny Case Venom. What Donny Case did for Venom is like what Jason Aaron did for Thor.
1: Yeah, and speaking of Donny Cates, he's doing a fantastic job with fucking Thor, man. Mm-hmm he put his fucking ankle into that shit. This um, Thor book is crazy. The, next the
4: Jason movie. Aaron Thor is all-time great. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Maybe...
3: Um, top five, top ten comic books in my opinion. Comic book storylines in my opinion.
4: Absolutely. Because... Absolutely. It,
3: not
1: only does it go long enough for it to, to get that rating, it's a, there's mm-hmm. a beginning, there's a middle, and there's an end that's mm-hmm. all coherent and all connects to the very first fucking that, uh, Thor thing which connects to... Jason Aaron's other thing, Original Sin.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, another uh, review was in Morbius, Matt Smith gloriously hands up all over the place, and Oliver Wood delivers some visual flair to the action sequences. Aside from that, the bad plotting and messy CGI, confusing editing, and worse sound mix result in absolute incoherence. But the post credits managed to outdo it all. Mm-hmm. Leto, next one, Leto is good. Despite his more wacky antics as a person, he's committed a committed performer that actually suits his role pretty well. How the role is written though, dot dot dot. Um someone I adds, feel,
3: oh, I feel so bad for Jared Leto. He's such a good he's such a talent. He is such a fucking like he is a talented, talented actor. Like I've he have thoughts
0: who, about whatever.
3: But he but he I'm yo know, bro, he like the, the roles he picks i don't know i don't know if it's luck i don't know if it's just he just has bad taste but i mean i don't know he 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 melts into these roles bro like i just want i i really want i don't think he's i think he's he he should be done with superheroes after this but it just sucks because i feel like he could have he could have found a role that that could have so, that would have suited him
1: uh i'm trying to find the one that i love the best but um uh, Morbius is just as disjointed and boring as you'd expected it to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clearly butchered in an edit by a studio who had no clue what they wanted to do with it. Not sure there's a good film trapped in here. Mid credits are a joke, but stick around if you like rolling your eyes.
3: Not sure if anyone's expecting this to be good.
4: Yeah, that's what I said. Who expected this to be good? Because I sure didn't.
3: I'm trying to find I wanted. A- I wanted it to be good.
4: I really did.
3: Just like is anybody oh, yeah, expecting yeah.
4: Flashpoint to be good? It's been rewritten seven times. They've had four directors. What are the chances this is actually a good movie? I don't know, man. I it needs to be. I hope it is. But you know what? Yo. And it I, just I, got, I, got I, delayed again.
3: It was supposed to come out this year. My it's money's on Black, again. My money's on Black Adam.
4: Oh, Black Adam's gonna be ass. Yeah, I, I don't think not. that's going to be good either. I, I hope really it's hope not. not.
3: It doesn't have to be. Everything that, that, that Brendan said about comic book movies and what they should be, Black Adam could be. That's what Shazam was. Shazam was over the top, ridiculous, and it was great. It embraced the fact that it was a comic book movie. If Black Adam could do that, because especially in the animated universe, there's been some great Black Adam scenes. Yeah, he was like great. If, yo, if Superman's not in this movie, I will be pissed off.
1: I'm
4: trying to find the one. Someone did a really good. They had good costumes on Black Adam. Doctor Fate looks fucking great. No, ridiculous, bro.
3: Yo, that's the thing with D- DC is
4: like. Hawkman this... looks great.
3: DC is this close to having a great, great, great franchise.
4: This close. Although to... I don't know if I would ever put Hawkman in a movie. Uh, you have to really simplify Hawkman's history because his comic book history is like.
3: Yo,
1: his history is convoluted as fuck.
4: The only person close to him in all the comics is uh, Donna Troy. Her shit has been rewritten like 18 times. Awesome,
3: man. <laughs> but it's only made her better. It's only made her better and more independent.
4: I
1: gotta say, my favorite um, my favorite Hawkman uh, moment was when Hawkeye sits down in the Justice League and he's got blood on him and he goes, uh, he goes, wow, well, are you okay? And he goes, it's not my blood. And whoever's sitting next to him just moves over <laughs> to the next seat. <laughs> I'm trying to find this one thing I told this dude. It was like literally the best um, review of um, of what they said. What they said. Oh, here we go. The best review I heard from it was more. Yeah, I already said it. More, no matter, um, no matter uh, Morbius proves, it, no matter how many famous people um, faces you um, faces, and shi- faces and shiny visuals. Blah blah blah. But this also goes to the point I made about picking the right person to play an unknown character, because realistically, this is why Ant-Man worked. This is why um, Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy worked. This is why um, Loki works. When you pick the right person to play characters, they will work because they can they can not even just the right actors, but the right creative team behind it. The Boys is a show that people look forward to no one should give a shit about the boys no one should care about that because it is one of the most violent, raunchy and just disturbing visuals and storylines that you'll ever see and when they get to the hero-gasm, dog it's going to be fucking bad
4: And the, but the TV show is taking all the great shit from the boys comic book and eliminated all the shit that went too far so that it could be made for a mass audience yep um uh, next
1: up we have Modoc working for Orcus. I'm gonna leave that for Javi because he was the one who kept telling me that I need to read this particular episode um issue of X-Men. And and Hobby is
4: oh, I think I read that, yeah. Yo,
3: yeah. just you know, it yo, put Mo, put respect on Modoc's name. you know. He you know, <laughs> this is a very this is a very powerful X-Men team, and he held his own. He's and he's just as good. And I love I love a Modok shows up because he's such a threat, but he's also a goof and a joke. And they constantly reference that machine only designed for killing or whatever the hell Modoc stands for and the fact that he's working with um orchid orchis yo the X-Men are in for a freaking bro I love this, uh, this, this I love mutants now in the in, 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 in the Marvel comic book universe. I love Krakowa I love all of that like they're powerhouses they're literally gods, but the, their enemy list include a Modoc. It's getting ridiculous.
4: So, Javi, when you read this stuff, right? Yeah. These these X Men books. Does it not just make you angry at Fox? Oh, like, it just oh. it just makes me so angry.
3: It could have been. It we could we we could have had. We could have had it so, just makes much, me so angry. We could have had so much. Like like, and you know, part of it I think had to do with they. It was about money for them. And you know, I love Wolverine. I Think Wolverine is great, but if you're gonna focus the whole franchise on Wolverine, you're missing the point.
1: Yeah, a thousand percent. You're missing the fucking point. Wolverine, Wolverine is 1A or 1B of my favorite combo characters of all time. Yeah. Cyclops is Cyclops and Gene, Cyclops is the most important character in the X-Men. Wolverine mm-hmm. is the cool one. He's like the Fonz, but he's not the most important X-Men, period. Exactly. And you,
3: miss, you miss so much what's great about the X-Men. Okay, Wolverine... What Wolverine is to the X-Men, he's... He's their enforcer, right? He's like the the the, the loose cannon at times, but. At the same time, you could depend on him and he he shows his love and all the other stuff, right? But then you have so much more. Like Beast, we could have gone deeper into Beast's darkness, you know, Cyclops as a leader and him growing growing into that. Like, there's so much Jean Grey. Like, what they did to... Jean Grey got more screen time and stuff like that, but I think they still disrespected her. Like, what they did with the Phoenix... Oh, man, I I I don't... Jokes the entire series. Yo, it's... They, it's just so disappointing, and I see my wife. Really killing Darwin? What would you say? Killing no, she Darwin? Means he's peeking through. Oh, okay. oh killing well, Dar- Yeah, killing Darwin.
1: Let me just say this: I don't think he's dead. I think that, everyone who's read World War Hulk, X Men, or X Factor knows that Darwin's power adapts. That if he's in a situation that he that he can't evolve from, he disappears somewhere else. Mm. Uh, I, I, yes, I trust me I know it's a stretch when I say this <laughs> and, lastly, <laughs> when, and lastly When I say this The Madam Web Project Why? Who asked for that? Nobody Do you guys know that they're actually trying to make this a Doctor Strange-esque movie? And they cast like a young woman too, didn't they? The woman from um, um, Fifty Shades of Grey uh,
4: uh. Who asked for this? Oh. Who's asking for this? It's see Spider-Man's just such a cash cow that they don't want to just revert the shit back to Marvel, but then they don't want to just keep making movies with Marvel. But I think they're gonna so like they keep trying to make these other movies that are Spider-Man adjacent that nobody wants to see. I thought they were doing a black cat movie in Silver's uh as what's as her, as her as name? As it's gonna be a, a TV series,
3: apparently. It's a it's a, it's a no-lose situation for some. Because the thing is, Sony has to make these movies. Because I think the way the contract is set up is, if Sony doesn't make a Spider-Man related movie over a certain given amount of time, the it's, rights yeah. get reverted back to Mar to, to Disney and Marvel. It was like so it Doesn't uh, matter.
1: Same thing with Daredevil. It was the same thing with Daredevil and Ghost Rider. If they didn't make it in a certain amount of time, it wasn't going to work. Um,
3: yeah, the first they make some. Oh, go old, on, sorry.
1: The young woman that um, Brandon is thinking about is Sydney Sweeney, who's in Euphoria. Who I think should have been Emma Frost, but that's. Another story for another day. We talked about that on a podcast that's actually going to come out next week. Oh. Before we go, Brent, uh, an auntie of the podcast play cousins, Stephanie from Mo- Stephanie, the host of the Mocha Minutes podcast. I asked her to tell me her thoughts on Batman. We did an episode about about him. And we ranked our favorite uh, Batman characters, ba- actors who played Batman. Um, we both agreed that the animated series is the best one we debated about Ben Affleck being better than this person but flash so what the thoughts on Batman are and here we go it's so interesting to say superhero and Batman in the same sentence because essentially his superpower is money.
2: <laughs> Um, And also, he does have an intellect, but I think when you think about the different ways that Batman has been played, hes I think the option that really shows him to be an intellectual is two different ones that stick out to me. One is the animated Batman from the animated series, he seems very intelligent, and also... Not for nothing, and he's one of the. Not really a uh, better of the live action Batman's. Is Val Kilmer. I don't know what it is. It's kind of like you could, well, yeah, I just.
1: <laughs> so let me just say this, and I may start a fight here. Val Kilmer is the worst Batman. I like Val Kilmer. He was okay. Um, I hated Val Kilmer. All right, let me go back to this
2: the character of Batman is a very interesting one I saw someone on Twitter make the joke um Batman has to show half of his face uh because he's a white man because essentially I don't think he could cover his whole face and terrorize a city the way that he does because I like, mean if you think about even
1: Spider-Man for example
2: a daredevil daredevil doesn't care if he cover his whole face either um Black. It's like if I think about it I can think over different people
1: But a lot of like our Masked and kicked crusaders If they are what Oh shit Had to go low battery mode
2: They are not covering their whole face Because you know in some way You gotta know Yeah you can't be doing all of this If you're not a white dude Especially a white
1: Y'all rolling so far?
4: I mean I I mean Batman is part of his superpowers is being a white rich white man. Like that's 100% correct. He could not be Batman without being a rich white man.
3: I think Batman has superpowers, but
4: we can get into that afterwards. I mean they definitely write him like he got superpowers sometimes. Listen, so, he
3: clearly he clearly has superpowers. Like uh, he doesn't know he has them, but he it's clearly a compound
4: has Compound V. This does how by accident, they took, took compound V. That's what happened,
3: bro. There's a whole there's a whole storyline where, where, where they tried to give Bruce in an alternate universe a, a a power ring, a Green Lantern ring, and his willpower was so crazy that it overwhelmed the Green Lantern ring. Like, if he doesn't have superpowers with that ability, then I I don't know.
4: I don't. Nobody has superpowers. They tried to give
1: him get him. they get, get
4: a, a-, a yellow ring in the yeah. real DC universe. He got one because he instills fear. And people.
1: Oh, that's gonna be a great episode when we give um, when we give Marvel Comics characters lantern rings.
4: I can't wait for that episode. Uh, yeah. Remember in Justice when he took the superpower pill and he actually did have superpowers.
1: He was whooping Batman's ass. I mean Superman's <laughs> ass. He took yes. him out and looked at Damian and was like, "I could kill him right now." And, and five years of suffering.
4: <laughs> yeah, because Superman can't fucking fight. He just the strongest dude alive. You know what? It is? He's a he's like
1: um he's a burst fighter. He's not a good fighter. He's a burst fighter. So he kind of knows like he's mastered what he does. It's like a boxer. Like you know what I mean? You get a boxer, you put him in a boxing ring. Like he knows what he's doing. He's like Balrog <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs>
4: Batman
3: has Batman has superpowers.
2: All right, hold on. Let's go back to this. I think the notion of Batman and the antithesis of how he became Batman and how. It essentially is...
1: Can I also just say that Stephanie has the best podcast voice ever?
4: Yes, she does.
2: Trauma in some way, but it's never the same story. It's always going to be interesting. I like the idea of Batman, but I think for me, Batman, the strength has always been the villains that he fights. I think the complexity of a Joker... Um. And how joker has been brought to the screen either directly related to batman it's been interesting because his backstory always changes it always changes but i think the best part about batman are the um the villains that he faces and when you think about batman in the justice league it's like i want to know how Batman I'm sorry how Superman literally has not busted your ass by now Did you talk That's the same really, thing Really slickly they can't your body
1: let's, let's be honest if Superman wanted to, he didn't have to even have to
4: be on earth to kill Batman. Exactly <laughs> Superman yeah. could pluck Batman into the fucking ocean. Yeah, but then uh,
3: some, somehow that would have been like a Batman clone that had like Kryptonite. Oh, he's Dr. Kry- Doom Kryptonite, now? Lo- kryptonite lotion and, and he touched him and it killed him and that it was like, I don't know. I,
1: gotta add, this, I gotta add this to the list of episodes, characters who could be Batman, uh, characters who could be Superman, because Dr. Doom is definitely on that list of people who could be Superman.
3: Oh, for sure. There's a lot of people in the, in the in Marvel that would not that they're more powerful than Superman, but they'll definitely do things that other people wouldn't
4: do. So. Well, Superman's susceptible to magic. That's one of his weaknesses. 100%. Magic and kryptonite, so he yeah. could lose the Doom.
1: I would love to see um Zatanna just go to back, just go to Superman and go, um, no powers backwards. Fight's <laughs> <laughs> over. Well, what do you do,
3: champ? Uh-huh. And just so we know, another another key another point that Batman has over Superman: Batman is also a member of Justice League Dark because Magic users know that they need him. Just gonna say
4: that—that's just a crutch. That's a DC crutch to get sales on the dark. No, you better put some respect on Bruce Wayne's name,
3: okay? There's no business being on that team. None. Yo, Batman has a bunch of horror-themed one-off stories. You know another good
4: episode, guys, we should do the best road gallery. Because Batman, everybody thinks he has the best. I don't think he has the best. I think he has the third best. I think, rogue Wolver- gallery. I think Wolverine is the best road gallery, but we can. I think it. the Flash, I mean, I think Spider Man is the best Rose Gallery, and then the yeah, Flash the
1: Flash Rogue Gallery. You kidding me? The, the fucking best. The Vulture takes him down eight knots. Fucking Hammerhead takes him down three notches. Are you kidding me? And this Hammerhead, is Hammerhead kind of- and this is this is coming from a guy who is a Norman Osborn and Moreland Stan, but Spider-Man hands down has by far the worst fucking rogue gallery of all fucking time. It's oh man! Oh
3: man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Can't say all time when you have Goblin, Green Goblin,
4: you have um, Goblin, Black Cat,
3: yeah, Oct, um, Oct-
4: Octavius, Otto Octavius.
1: I'm going
4: I'm to get real racist, right? I'm going to get real racist right now. Mysterio. Yeah. Shocker. He got, got uh, Shocker's the, really Mi- Shock the worst. Obviously, Shocker's the worst. Mysterio. Yeah.
3: Mysterio's Rhino, dope. Ry- rhino's a fun character. Yeah. Rhino's a fun no. villain. Rhino. Okay, you rhino's know what? Rhino's a fun villain, bro. I'll go
1: you a step further. When Norman Osborn was running the Avengers... And Spider-Man was pissed. He goes, oh, that's not even a good Venom. That's Matt Gargan, Iron Fist. Who? Matt Gargan. Who? The Scorpion. Who? He throws his butt at you. That's the... that. And that's who you guys put your name in That's who the guy you put your faith in? Fuck you. Mm-hmm. You know what? No, no, Nope, no, sorry. Same for the show. Call I did him. not
3: mention Scorpion once. I just said, you can't call him shit.
4: <laughs> his, his rose gallery is... And flash the Flash is second, by the way. Just that's so, so you know.
3: I have... Reverse Flash is an is is a goat villain. Reverse Flash the reason I
1: put the Flash's um Rogues Gallery so high up is because the Flash is one of the as another character who could beat Superman if he wanted to. And Flash's Rogues Gallery really do keep up with them. and that's, that's they're that's... low
4: key powerful and the Rogues have no powers and fuck with the fastest man and alive. Oh, in the Rever- new movie too, he does, but originally he didn't. He had the gun. And don't sleep on Reverse Flash.
3: Reverse Flash can destroy. It. Reverse Flash
4: very, very close Mi- to destroying the entire
3: DC universe just because he 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 was in a bad mood.
4: People laugh at Mirror Master, but he can fuck you he's up. He's a beast. He's a beast. He's weather a beast. Wizard is basically Storm with a stick.
3: And let's get. And, and I just want to say how much respect yeah, the Flash would, has. Would, would you really just call
1: Weather Wizard um, Storm with the? Yeah. <laughs> But with, the, with the Y
3: chromosome <laughs> yeah, yeah, with a pretty stick. much and you know uh just to, how do we how, how much we respect the flash especially like the like this, this period so we know death of justice league is coming up and there's some there's some books that are prepping for that and instead of like figuring out a way to like beat the flash they literally just took him off the board they're like yo before we even get started we need to take Flash away.
1: Well, let, let's um, be completely honest. We're gonna, read, we're gonna read this in three years. Now it's gonna be Wally West's fault.
4: It's always, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Why not? It's always Wally's fault. Yeah, it's always. Wally's Actually, fault. it's always Barry's fault. Yeah. Barry broke the fucking timeline so
3: many fucking times. It's always a Flash. Yeah, Barry. They just. Why, yo, they, why does everyone? Why does everyone,
1: everyone coming You know, we're getting off topic. We'll say that for a Flash so another episode. Another episode. Another episode. This this is gonna be the best series. This is gonna be the best podcast ever. Hold on.
2: Like, they could literally um, mop the floor with you, and you still talk big shit. So, that's only the um, audacity of a somewhat mediocre white man. Oh, damn. When I think about um, one of my favorite comic book characters, it is actually Batman. It's someone who doesn't really watch doesn't really read comic books like that knows it is a comic book and also watch the show there's something about Batman I just like even though I'm sitting here like you're not really all that super you are just someone who has a whole lot of money and you have the money to get tech and you have the money to you know basically live in a cave because you got a big old house and no one's going to suspect you um yeah I don't know. Batman is just one of those things. It's one of those characters. I
1: want to thank uh, Stephanie from the Mocha Menace podcast. Make sure you check her out. She's doing big things, man. And shout out to her who constantly does shit regardless of what's going on in her life. Um, and she's always been a help to me. Like, always. And She's always just like one of those. She's one of my favorite people in the world. And I'm glad. It's one of the reasons why I think the internet isn't necessarily a bad a bad thing always because I've met people like Stephanie and Brandon, for that matter, who oh, I kicked his fucking ass in Marvel vs. Capcom 2 but, <laughs> but then Brandon then proceeded to kick my ass in um, uh, Tech Mobile, well, Tech Mobile, I forget what the uh, NBA Jam's version of the NFL game was <laughs> that shit wasn't even close, I got like the dog shit uh, yeah.
4: Red Hood uh, by the way there's a campaign online to have Red Hood in the Batman 2, no. that would make zero sense
1: it makes us say that. Problem. This is part of the problem with a lot of things. Like me and my wife, my wife loves Miles Morales. And she was like, oh, we should get Miles Morales soon. And I said, you can't get Miles Morales without telling the Peter Parker story. I was like, I don't think we should see Miles Morales for at least another like
4: five years, maybe. I think we're going to get him pretty soon. Because I don't think Tom Holland wants to do this that long.
1: Well, according to him, he said he's all well, you know how it is. They go, people go back and forth about that shit. Like Chris Evans was like, Oh, I'm in it for the long haul. And then he's like, Oh, I'm taking a break. And that's the other thing about people. They're like, Oh, Steve Rogers, like, he's done with Steve Rogers. I'm like, No, he said he's taking a break f- from Marvel movies. Like, because be you
4: got to think Tom Holland's 26 right now, right? Oh, no, he's not even that old. He's not yeah, even he is. that old. Yeah, yes. He he's 26. He's 26. So if they did another trilogy, you're talking about. At least seven more years. I don't think Tom Holland wants to be thirty-one-year-old Spider-Man.
3: Tom Holland has no issues with being Spider-Man. Tom Holland is tired of the Sony, Marvel, Disney Spider-Man universe MCU bullshit. That's what he's tired of. If they can figure out a home, if 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 if, if Sony decided to sell Spider-Man to Disney, the, the rights to make movies to Disney tomorrow. Tom Holland will be like alright I'll be Spider-Man until I'm 45 I'm good that's my opinion
1: I think that I think Tom Holland is just I think Tom Holland is essentially happy just to be in a situation that he's at a situation that he's in and I think that it's it reflects in the stuff that he does and how much you can see when he's doing Spider-Man because you don't really you're not really that good as a character when you're not really when you're not as invested in it look at one of the, the best um, analogies I can give is like Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean. He was just like, I'll do it until they tell me not to do it anymore. And even when the movies stunk, he was still an A+. plus. Uh, that's been it. I didn't think we were going to record this long, but um, ladies and gentlemen, this is the inaugural episode of Ball black nerds. I want to thank the Superior Super Bowl Octavius and I want to thank <laughs> Prince Nubian. You got to get a
4: better name for me. We're,
1: we're, gonna, a better we're gonna get it. I'm, I'm going to have a good one for you soon. I'm going to have a really good one for you soon. I'm going to find something and I'm going to create it. Uh, I almost called you the podcast wonder. But it was just like it was too wordy and too like too many um uh, not syllab- Yeah, syllables in the word. I was like, I'll figure something out. Uh, don't forget, you can find Disappearance to Walk hobby on Let Shit Record on Twitter that he never uses. You can find me on, <laughs> on OldManWade.com on Twitter and Instagram. You can find the both of us on The Old Man Wade Show on Facebook. Uh, you can find Brandon. Brandon, where can they find you?
4: Um, Just follow me on Twitter. That cool black nerd be okay. But I think I'm going to change my name soon. Kinda of tired of that. So I might have a new name soon.
1: I um I kinda like the name because honestly it's I would like to see you with a Ric Flairish esque name.
4: Ric Flair?
1: Like a Ric Flairish esque name like I like the nature nerd. Oh my god, there we go. That's who you are. You are the nature Oh my god. <laughs> you are the nature nerd Brandon Carr. That's who you are. You're the nature nerd BC. I love it. I fucking love it that's who you are. I'm changing nature your name nerd. my phone. I'm changing your name my phone right fucking now. You are the nature nerd. All right. Ooh. Isn't he like your favorite wrestler of all time, too?
4: He's the best wrestler of all time. He's not my favorite. He's the best. It's a difference.
3: The best wrestler of all time is Bret the Hitman Hart. I'm
1: right sorry,
4: the best wrestler of all time is actually Kurt Angle. He's up there for me. My favorite wrestler is probably Shawn Michaels. Not <laughs> man. can I argue with that. My favorite
1: wrestler is a name that I no longer say, um, because fuck him and his um, insurrection-ass wife. Um, but if I had to pick somebody else, it's—you're gonna laugh when I say this—it's post, sir. It's post-retirement Shawn Michaels. It's after he left and lost to Stone Cold. Post that, maybe my favorite wrestler. But um, all time maybe Kane because Kane was Kane was my guy and Glenn Jacobs constantly reinvented the name and for a while there was nobody i think nobody was scarier than i don't talk kane
3: Ooh, i don't know i think the under oh, classic undertaker man But
1: classic undertaker, like, up until brock lesnar up until brock lesnar uh the undertaker was the scariest wrestler of all time
3: could like, unbeatable and i i just want to take it back i was messing with you guys because i don't watch a lot of wrestling but thinking about it for two seconds my favorite rap, my favorite wrestler of all time is definitely mick fucking foley because that's when i used to really be into wrestling and the shit that he did
4: but the really best wrestling character of all time is not really up for debate the best wrestling character of all time is hollywood rock in 2003 that is ah. the single best wrestling character mm-hmm. there've ever been
1: yeah and i hate the way i can't stand dwayne johnson but when he came back it's hollywood rock you're not beating that like he's the
4: best character Last week Like two weeks ago I, I was saying this On the Watch the Series podcast I, I get on these sorry, We have a I'm segment sorry, I'm
1: sorry
4: The what podcast? Why So Serious Make sure
1: you pick, check that out
4: But no, go ahead We have a We have a segment Where I talk about How I get Go down like These rabbit holes On YouTube Because that happens To me every week And I was watching Like I watched this Hollywood Rock video And then I was I, Next thing I know I was up for like Three hours just literally watching every segment he had in 2003 from when he came back to Russell Hulk Hogan and the rematch to when he lost to Goldberg. And that it was, he was only there for like four months. Like it was only like four months and it was so incredible him doing like the rock concerts and just, just this arrogant fucking movie star who thinks he's better than everyone. It's just the best character of all time. And Roman Reigns is kind of like taking some of that, and his character now, which is why Roman Reigns is so great right now. But that Rock character is so amazing. But the thing about the Rock character that I love so much was he was, he not only was
1: he great on the mic, he put on, he made a lot of other wrestlers look good. He, um, he made Hurricane Helms look like a star. He made Ric Flair look like a star. His last match with Stone Cold Steve Austin is one of my favorite WrestleMania matches. And it wasn't like when him and Hogan fought where it was, Kind of like planned, and like, and it was like you know, like it was more um, hype than everything else. Because someone brought up a point. It was like if you put a Hulk Hogan, Dwayne Johnson match on mute, it's awful. But the match with Hogan, oh not Hogan, excuse me, the match with Stone Cold and The Rock, his last match was fucking fantastic because Mm -hmm. The Rock was putting on a goddamn clinic on how to be a heel. You know, he was just that dude, and. Again, do you think about Goldberg? Goldberg has zero classic matches under his belt. And for someone who's been who's looked at it as a Hall of Fame wrestler and isn't in the Hall of Fame, it is in the Hall of Fame. He has no no classic matches, which is befuddling.
4: Uh that him. match you have with Brock Lesnar a couple years ago was fucking crazy. It was amazing. It was only like 5 minutes, but it was fucking like it was incredible, incredible 5 minutes.
3: But I, when I think when I think, go ahead. Go ahead. Does that include? Because again, I I actually stopped watching wrestling shortly before the Hollywood, like like around two thousand one, two thousand, and so. But I Goldberg for me is WCW, and Goldberg in the WCW was like, yo, he, 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 was, he, he was crazy. So and then he came to WWE, and, and and I don't know how he how he performed there, but he brought that with him. So I could see why he would make. It. I'm going
1: to put it to you, I'm going to put it to you in it goes right back down to the creative team. You could have put almost anybody with his size in that same kind of Goldberg role and as long as do you have the same type of thing? was like, knock on the door, Goldberg, rah! like, you know what I mean? No, nah, I
4: disagree. I disagree. Goldberg had like a menace to him. Like it was, he had, one, he was an incredible athlete. And so it was um, something. I'm going to say, I'm going to say no, because he ended fucking, um, fucking Bret Hart's career. Yeah. He was a bad wrestler. He was an incredible athlete. And so he had a recklessness to him, which helped lead to ending Bret Hart's career. But it was also, like, something appealing about seeing, like, this wild man just destroy people. Like, they tried to have Ryback do that, right? If y'all remember, they tried to have Ryback do that. Well, Ryback was a shitty person and a shitty wrestler, so there's also And that. he didn't have the charisma that Goldberg had. He didn't have that.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you have to, there's a lot that goes, don't get me wrong. I couldn't run out and do that. Ryback couldn't go out to do that. But there's a lot that went into making Goldberg this person, and a lot of it had yes. to do- like, but he He's not a good wrestler. He wasn't never really good wrestler. It's like the only time he had any good matches is when you put people in a situation for him to make him look good. It's like when um, what was um, it was like Enzo Amore and I can't remember his the big dude's name. Um, big Cass. Big Cass. Big had, Big Cass had a ten out of ten match with Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. But it was because Daniel Ryan made him look good. Yeah. Brock Lesnar makes everybody look good, and people make Brock Lesnar look good. So there's two things that go into it. Goldberg makes nobody look good. He also hurts and injures people in his matches. So there there's a whole class. You know what? We're getting off topic. This has been uh Ball Black Nerds, the BBBN. Uh do we have any final final thoughts, everybody?
4: No, this was great. Can't wait till next week. Alright. Until then, I am the knight.
0: Ball black. No! Ball black ball black black nerd black ball black ball black, no. No. Ball. black. Ball. black. Ball. black. No! Damn it, Wade!